This is Dustin, one of your co-DMs. Thank you so much for tuning into the D4 podcast brought to you by Rock Punch. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, everybody. And welcome to D4, where I, Dustin. And I, Devin, co-DM of 5th edition game of Dungeons and Dragons. Last time on Disappearing Droves and Dodging Defenders, the party received a package of dark vestments from Jarlaxel to hide their form in the heist against Gathala Manor. After disguising Orkira as a red Abishai, everyone minus Seisha heads to the Sea Ward through the sewers, while Seisha goes to watch the harbor with Gariel. The extraction team puts on a fiend, puts on fiendish disguises and casts invisibility as a massive explosion erupts in the harbor. Gariel and Seisha watch a cargo ship go up in flames as the other team watch Gathala summon Manshoon to accompany him to take down the cultists hitting their shipments. In an almost flawless fashion with quick action and clever thinking, the BFGs were able to navigate through the property and retrieve the Vedarok necklace, all, as well as a few meaningless trinkets to sell the robbery, and a letter written by Elarthat Gathala. Meanwhile, Gariel and Seisha watch on as the entire harbor is ignited into the symbol of the Red Wing before Manshun and Ellerthak arrive to witness the leader of the Red Wing descend into the ocean, riding atop a massive manta ray. Manshun was taken back by the sight of one of his clones, while Lord Gathala retrieved one of Jarlaxle's Bregans from the sinking shipping vessel. It all seemed for naught as the Bregan protected his brothers with his life, and his lifeless corpse was cast back into the water unceremoniously below. While spending the night in the <clears throat> on the Chained Mermaid, Seisha learns one of the secrets to Manshun's power from the stone. The following day, Vinley identifies the necklace of Vetorox to be one of the markings of the cons of the Vetorox, granting the wearer the ability to be inspiring with their wisdom of leadership. The group stops by Corellin's crown to stop up, stock up on a myriad of potions, and make their way into the city to liquefy the assets of items stolen from the manor. One sold after being changed into an abstract piece of art, and the other was sent to the Rosnar Noble House with a note that says, I admire your work. As late midday took hold, Renair took V for one, of the, for one last date before they both went their separate ways to confront aspects of their past. They made their way over to the Fields of Triumph, where a menagerie of familiar and unknown exotic creatures uh, raced around the track as V and Renair talked about the excitement of the heist, days to come, and what creatures to expect while out in the wilds. However, when they were making their way back towards the Cliff Watch Tavern, there was a rumble from one of the buildings nearby as a massive 25-foot-tall giant ape crashed through the wall and into the street causing people to scatter everywhere. And that is where we pick up tonight's session. V, I need you to roll initiative. Woo! Aminals. I'm gonna use one of my big boys. Yeah! All right, we got, it's gonna be a 15 for me. I'm so excited to. Oh, you got a 15, you said? Yeah, 15. Okay. 
I mean, this ape is giant enough. It's going to take a couple steps, and the next thing we know, we're sitting in the house going, what is that noise? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Renair is going to go. Uh, he got a 16, and the giant ape got a 20. Oh, come on. Oh! Yeah, come on. Um, and you watch this giant ape just kind of, and then just look around, eyes wide, as it then clamors out of this destroyed building into the street, um, but does not go for anyone. Okay, he's just chilling. Good, no. Great chilling gorilla, or ape. Uh, you watch as several of the civilians just scream out in terror uh, as they just scatter from this massive ape uh, as it comes clamming around. You watch as this ape is just frantically looking and like just moving around, arms kind of just like swinging wildly. Oh is... gosh. Um, okay, okay, okay. Uh, uh, it is Renair's turn. Uh, Renair just kind of looks up and looks at you and goes, well, that's something you don't see every day. We uh, and kind of we have to do something quickly before anybody gets hurt. Uh, do you think I should use my my new animal friend potion? I yes. go ahead. Let me see. I don't. I, it depends. Uh, it, it, I think it's too smart of a creature. I don't think it, it's gonna work, so save that for when you're in the wilds. Oh, okay. Um, but I'm gonna get behind it, try and bring it down before it bring, hurts anyone around. And he'll kind of like, look at you, plank mm -hmm. it with me. Yeah, and of course. He'll kind of smile and nod and will uh, he will move uh, towards it. Uh, he will bonus action dash to get around behind it, if he can. Who knew that this date was going to include flank it with me as, you know, a thing that, that Renera is going to say. <laughs> as you get 30 feet up to it, trying to dash around it, it, you see it panic and just swing wildly as it had a held action. Yep. Ooh. That is a 16 to hit Renair, and that is Renair's uh, armor class. He will use his reaction and uncanny dodge this. Oh, man. Uh, as he comes up, and you watch as this ape just like swings frantically and actually clips Renair on the shoulder. Renair kind of goes flying a bit, but rolls into it as he stands back up. Okay. Oh, you gotta. Okay. Use um, use D and D beyond. Okay. Oh yeah, no, it's not. It's three D ten. Okay. Okay. All right, here we go. Do do do. There we go. Dice roll is working. Uh, eighteen plus six is nineteen. Have that. We'll take nine. nine. Uh, so Renair rolls into it as it slams into him. 
Um, Makes two attacks. And uh, as Renair kind of gets back up trying to go, you watch as another backhand comes towards Renair. 21. 21 will hit. This one will hit full on. Uh, 23 will definitely no, no, no. hit. 23 points of damage. 23, 23, to hit. 23 points of damage. Ow! A lot of damage. Uh, yeah, Renair, like you watch as he slams. Renair goes flying, slamming into rub, like rubble, and he kind of like staggers, and you see him get up. You can see that there's blood kind of like pouring down the side of his face where his nose is obviously broken, and he just kind of looks up and he goes, Ow! Uh, and uh, will continue his move around uh, and uh, is going to attack this dirty ape. Um, is going to uh, use a fainting, a, a feigning attack uh, as he will spend a superiority die. Adding a d8 to his roll. He is going to attack with advantage with as he pulls a rapier and a dagger as he dual wields. Uh, first attack with the rapier will be with advantage. Uh, that is a 26 to hit, which will hit. Uh, and Gosh. because he is a swashbuckler, he will get his sneak attack. Nice. Excellent. Uh, seven points, uh, 11 points of damage there. And Ooh, nice. Wow. 23 points of damage to this giant ape. Nice. Uh, on the first attack, uh, he will then attack it again as you watch, as he kind of runs up, staggering a bit, as he kind of moves up into the hair, grabbing a little bit as he stabs in with his rapier, uh, coming down as he brings it around with another back, uh, kind of a backhand with the rapier as he stabs into it for a second attack. Uh, this one is not at advantage. Oh, I need to add it. Wow. Add another eight damage for his superiority die. Uh, but a 15 to hit the giant ape, uh, which does hit the giant ape. And damage on that is 11 points of damage on the second attack as he kind of slides down it and kind of readies himself in between you and the ape so that you can get up on it. Uh, you watch as the ape, as it gets hit, it like roars in pain as it like spins around trying to find Renair who is kind of staying on his back. You watch as it screams, its lips pull back. And you see these massive fangs just look ungodly large uh, <clears throat> for the size of this creature. And it is now your turn, V. What do you okay. do? So uh, I'm on a date and that's my boyfriend. So I rage and uh, that happens. And then I go, uh, I run up behind the big boy and um, I think I want to hit him like non-lethally cause like if he is that smart, feel bad. Plus, Wait, like... I mean, it, by smart, just so you know, uh, the animal friendship potion doesn't work on any creature that who has an intelligence above a four. Oh, I see. I see. So, so like... the the eight probably has a slightly higher intelligence than a. Would it work? What would you say its intelligence was based on a scale from one to twenty? I'd say about <laughs> a seven. Ah. Uh <-huh. laughs> 
There's some. <laughs> I mean, Orkira's intelligence is human. I'm just saying. Yeah. But anyways, so yeah, you can do non-lethal, absolutely. Okay, I just, I don't know. I just don't want to kill it. I feel bad. That is so something about fun. something about his his misunderstood kind eyes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, I hit it. I hit him. Uh, you have advantage because you are Let's currently flanking. Yeah, so you have advantage because you're flanking with Renair. Excellent, excellent. Um, and as you as you just let out this just roar back at it, you watch as low the translucent ghostly image of your grandmother comes out of you wielding the Vetorok axe. You also see uh, the beast tamer come out swinging chains as it seems very appropriate. Excellent, uh, and then yeah. you also have uh, the Wraithborn, who also has an animal companion. Excellent. Um, I rolled a 19 to hit. 19 hits. Okay, excellent. And then um, that is going to be 16 points of damage. Or is it? I add. No, I add three now. So that's actually uh, 17 points. 17 of damage. damage. Got it. Nice. Gotta get used to the new updated rage. Okay, and then I hit it again. Um, that is going to be three to hit. And um, oh gosh, why is I'm I'm trying to click things? Okay, <laughs> and that is gonna be uh 16 points of damage, and um, I scream about how nobody nobody makes my boyfriend bleed on a date. Except me, except even I don't even do that because that would be wrong and weird and like, so nobody, yeah, even me, I can't even do it. And then I hit him. <laughs> it's really See, there's that low charisma score. Yeah. One, one, at, one like onlooker of the fight is going like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> you see Renair kind of cock his head, but smile and- It's like nobody can but and, me. And, and, and Renair just like, me. I love it when you talk that way to me. But I yes. can't even. I don't know. Do it. <laughs> please, please don't hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, I just sort of came out. <laughs> um, all I right, it is it. now its turn. And it is going to go for you, V, as it panics uh, and goes to swipe. And we're going to go grapple. Can I dodge in any way? Yeah, so you're gonna either you're gonna make opposed athletics checks, so athletics you'll you'll check. roll yours with advantage because you are raging. I had to roll garbage. Uh, Thirteen. Uh, it got a twenty-nine with a natural twenty. Ooh. Yeah, uh, oh, man. Even if I had gotten a twenty, I would have lost because it's a plus eight to athletics. And you, go ahead. yeah, picks you up and. It doesn't. It doesn't seem like it's trying to crush you, uh, as it just picks you up and then just throws you back. Oh, baby! Um, as you go flying and slam up against this building, and uh huh. Did the gorilla just yeet V? Yeah, I yep. think I'm in one of those like late 90s let's make a movie about a misunderstood giant gorilla movies because there were a uh, lot of those during that era for some reason and you watch <laughs> as it 
you slam into the building. The breath is knocked out of you as you stagger to the ground. You take 34 points of bludgeoning damage, halved hmm. to 17. Okay, I, I thought it's you were saying that was halved. I was like, excuse no. me, sir. Uh, that's, that's, yep. Uh, as, as it just hurls you uh, and you watch as it just, again, freaks out and you watch as, uh, what's your passive perception? Uh, my passive perception uh-huh. is, I think, uh, 15. 15? As you kind of hit and stand up, something catches your eye um, coming in from over the rooftops of the building as you watch this massive winged form of this giant eagle with a lion's lower half, which is being, which is mounted by this heavily plate mailed figure with a lance as it comes swooping in directly towards uh, the giant uh, ape, uh, as you see one of the Griffin cavalry riders coming in towards it. Uh, as it comes in and with its lance comes down and does a flyby as it crashes, attempts to crash into it with its lance. I hope uh, it's a giant lizard. It does. Uh, and you watch as it pierces into the hand of this ape as it like brings its hand up like this. Uh, no. Nope. Roll a disadvantage because oh. she is raging. Her ancestors are there. It's not. That's right. It is not attacking. You are correct. Uh, oh, no, no. That's if he the eight. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, so Griffin Rider will do eight points of. Oh, no. 11 points of piercing damage to the giant ape. And as, as it does, you watch as the ape. Uh. Kind of just like begins to like put its hands up in defense, uh, kind of like almost like swatting away at towards this Griffin uh, rider, uh, but that'll happen on its turn as it is now Renair's turn. Uh, as Renair looks up and goes, "Oh, that's a sight for sore eyes." Uh, it kind of looks over you. Are you all right, my love? I'm good. Are you okay? You got a lot of blood on your face. Yeah, so do you. <laughs> as, as he's just like. I promise. Oh, I'm fine, as he just like, like half of his face is just bloody, his nose is like this. <laughs> totally fine. I could do this all day. <laughs> as, as he... I want a handkerchief. I don't have one, but you might need one. Uh, as, uh, as he is going to... <laughs> That's a callback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. That is a callback. Do you need a handkerchief? I don't have one. Oh, I want one, but you need uh, one. Uh, what are your... Okay. All right. Yep. Uh, he's gonna do another uh, feigning attack. So he'll attack regular. Um, no. He'll attack with, with advantage. Yep. Uh, first attack with advantage. 18 on the die. 26 to hit. Will work. Will it'll happen. Uh, so. There we go. Attack. Uh, so, so he'll do 22 points of damage with his rapier uh, as he kind of, again, tries to 
bring it down, like is piercing into the Achilles tendon of this ape just to try to bring it down uh, as he comes in um, with the first attack. Uh, second attack will be at regular. Uh, 19 on the die will hit. Um, and so close to me, yeah. Yep, that'll just be regular rapier damage. Uh, no. Uh, and six points of damage with that. Uh, doesn't, uh, his bonus action was to feign, so he doesn't get his dagger offhand of attack. Uh, that is Renair. And that brings us to you, V. Uh, as you pull yourself up from the edge of this building. You are currently 20 feet away from it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> let's see. I kind of, I see that he's gonna hurt bad. That makes me feel bad. Like his Achilles heel has gotta be rough, rough to heal that. Anyways, uh, I try to rush it in hopes that I can maybe knock him out before any more lasting damage happens to him. Okay. So that's what's going on. Yeah, yeah, 27 to hit. Oh, 27 will definitely hit. And that is going to be uh, 19 points of damage. 19 damage, nice. And then we got 19 to hit. 19 will definitely hit. And that's going to be 15 points of damage. Uh, you come running back in with the Bahir blade as you come in and just kind of flip it over to the blunted side as you were just wailing on it. You can feel the flesh and fur just kind of ripple as you slam into it, trying to knock it out or bring it down so that you can do the final blow to just knock it unconscious. Mm -hmm. uh, as you do, it stumbles a bit as you... Yeah. yeah. Uh, as... Um... I need you to as as sing us its swan song. Really? Yeah. Okay. So um, I just sort of like I, I okay. So I'm envisioning like running up and like body slam. Like I like I just check him. You know what I'm saying? But with also like the blunt side of like my axe. I guess with that extra um. And then he's gonna stumble back and. Hits his head and he, he's out. <laughs> okay. Got it. So you pick yourself up out of the rubble and you fell uh, down from the you know crash of the building behind you. You run and you just pull your uh, axe down and almost like a battering ram, your shoulder on one side, the axe on the other. You jump up right into its gut. You watch it. Uh, your beer blade, sorry, uh, beer blade. As you watch it double over in pain, just. <laughs> steps back, trips over the rubble and Renair, and then booms, hits its head on the wall. But as it hits, you see its body just start to convulse and move as it begins to grow smaller and smaller and smaller. And you see this 16 year old boy in rags and- I was just gonna be a smaller ape. <laughs> and you watch as he's just like, <gasps> like just shaking, terrified. Are you okay? Oh, are you broken? And you see him holding what appears to be an empty potion bottle. As, as he just looks at it and then throws it on the ground, it shatters. 
and then he takes off running. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, he... And oh, you, 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 you go as, as you see him round a corner, and then you hear him go, Ugh! and then shortly thereafter, you see him being carried by the scruff of his clothes by a city watch patrol. Oh man. I, she looks to Renair, well, she helps Renair up, first of all. <laughs> uh, and you, Make you- Make sure he's okay, are you okay? Renair's like, oh, oh, oh. And he kind of grabs it and just you hear pop as he like resets his nose. <laughs> oh, that's gonna hurt tomorrow. Oh, I'm all right, I'm all right, how are you? I'm, I'm good, I just feel, I feel bad. I can't believe that was actually a, oh. a child. I mean, I know that the watch got him, but I just feel uh. like, I wish oh. this was you. That would be polymorph spell, or I guess potion at that point. And you see uh, just from the crowd that is still around, all kind of looking at the watch and pointing in your directions, the watch and the Griffin Rider all kind of land around you. Um, it looked like he didn't even know what that potion did. And, uh, and at this point, you also see coming from the rubble of the building, you see this um, half-elven man wearing uh, an apron and kind of just goes, that's him. That's the one who, who took, who stole the potion. Why would he? It was a dare, okay? Like I was gonna go in there, get a potion. It was, honestly, it was supposed to be a charm potion. That's all. I was supposed to get a love potion, and I pulled the wrong one. I just, I don't want to. I don't want to go to jail. I don't. It wasn't me. I didn't do it. Just. How much was <laughs> the, the potion? The, <laughs> the, the grip, the the, uh, the watch goes, looks around. Well, son, I'm sorry to say, but it was you. As there is definitive proof that you were a giant ape, polymorphed. Well, what about him? He's he's selling love potions that are uh, uh, polymorph potions. Why not go after him? It's his fault. <laughs> uh, uh, no, no, that is, that must have been a mislabel. <laughs> and you, you kind of see as the uh, city watch turns and goes, I see. All right. You are under investigation. You're coming with me. And also about this time, you hear the as two magists and protectors show up, look around, and then just start fabricating from the rubble the building back together. You watch as walls begin to form pillars and stucco begins to grow back and form out of everything as the in a matter of minutes, the building is back to full and whole again with no damage whatsoever. Uh, one of the watch members comes up to you and Renair. You have anything to add to uh, the disturbance? Uh, not really. Is more we saw a giant ape and. Um... Decide, was scared it was gonna hurt someone. I don't know. Um, I'm glad that everything ended up being okay and the kid's okay. How does a charm person, how's a charm potion make someone a giant ape? 
We're gonna look into it. It's not how it's supposed to work. Hugs, like good hugs. Cause I'm told I give good hugs. There's filters of love, um, temporary yeah. affection and um, things like that, but it's not supposed to turn you into a giant ape. Uh, we'll look into that. That's no concern of yours. Can I have your name? Oh yeah, uh, just the letter. Just the yep. You know, like you last know, name. You, uh, hmm? Last name. Federer. If we have any further questions or anything, we'll contact you. Um, and you actually watch as uh, Renair kind of just. Well, we've all been there. Captain, just take it easy on him. I don't think he needs to be in prison for a full 10 day. Besides, repairs are pretty much done. And he didn't hurt off. anybody. Well, he... Looks looks at you, looks at Renair. Well, we hit him first. Honestly, so. And you watch as Renair kind of like reaches in and kind of pulls out. I'll pay his fine. Just tell the magistrate to send it to Renair Neverember. The gold son understood and it's sergeant, not captain. And he takes the coin bag and yep. walks away. Renair just goes And uh, just kind of like looks to you. Well, hopefully one day we can both leave the chateau of our fathers. Yeah, well, at least I was able to keep my name. But you could too, if you wanted. You could pick something cool. You know, I've been thinking about possibly taking my mother's name. Yeah? That's the trend right now, so... You know, I heard. Uh, Noble-born kids uh, taking their mother's maiden names? Yeah, I heard is uh, is a trend I heard from Harold. He's usually up to date with that kind of thing. So that makes total sense. Yes, of course, yeah, makes yeah. total sense. <laughs> well, let's get you home, as it is getting quite late, and I know you have a busy trip in the morning. Yeah, man, I really can't go anywhere without something happening. I mean, At least it was just a kid who stole a stupid potion, but man, I'm really curious to know what other potions that guy's got. Probably none now. They're probably all broken. As he like, like he goes to motion and he's like, oh right, building is now back together. But right. inside's probably not mended. Yeah, but like in a way, if he's selling potions that are falsely advertised, then shouldn't they kind of maybe be like broken and not sold. It's true, but the watch knows and they'll reprimand him and if he's doing that, I, I assure you the guilds will come down hard on him as that puts, paints a bad name on the guilds. I just thought of something. What a crazy way to try to avoid like shoplifting, you know? Like if a potion gets taken without being paid for it, the potion transforms into something it's not. Maybe that's what happened. And like that would be crazy. We should tell Fala. <laughs> Perhaps we will. Perhaps we take a carriage ride this time. Yeah. Yeah. 
and Rhaenyra whole flag went down and you show your badge of, of free carriage rides and the two of you make your way back home for the evening uh, or, or to wherever you're going to spend uh, the rest of your night together. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> well, um, eventually you all... Uh, you, you eventually you will make your way back. Um, you can have dinner, if you so wish, with Renaire. But um, while you are out, the rest of you are hanging out in the bar. Uh, after collecting potions from Fallas, and you are met by a middle-aged, bald, gnomish man with large brown mutton chops that curl out from his face into two giant tusks that grow out from his mustache. You all, besides Orkira, recognize Davkis Zalker, the foreman that has been modifying your bar. Ah, uh, day you guys. Uh, uh, ju look, just thought I'd let you know your clinic and shrine to Agma, Jurgle, and Mistra is done. Anything else you guys needs done, just lets me know. It'll be done. Lickety split, just like that. We appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, I, I think uh, silence was casted on uh, your, uh, oh, <laughs> your, your, your your redheaded friend there. <laughs> Does that happen often? Very. It happens very all the good time. I don't know why. It just seems to happen to me all the time, and I hate it. <laughs> You're much better at praying silently than I am. I, I, I kind of admire that. Deep in thought. Oh. <laughs> I just get lost. You know, sometimes the mouse falls asleep in the wheel. Yeah, I get that. It happens to my cousin Harry all the time. Yeah. Thank you so much. All of the all of the the additions are going to be wonderful, I'm sure. I can't and, wait to see the shrine. Uh, and just so you know, um, it won't affect you now because you have to spend a week within mm. uh, or praying or within uh, the benefits of the clinic. But uh, divine casters will now be able to prepare prepare one extra spell beyond their level or spell casting attribute will allow. Uh, that does not mean extra spell slot. It right. means an extra spell added to your list mm -hmm. of the day. Uh, and you'll also get one free successful death saving throw a week as long as you are within the manor. Nice. They, uh, those uh, successes do not roll over or accumulate. They just simply refresh at the start of every week. Okay. Um, yeah. So that'll be for when you get back because you get yeah. to spend a 10-day in the, the building before sure. those they are completed. They are completed. Um, and uh, eventually you all come back together. V returns back from her date with Renair. Yep. And Renair in tow. Uh, what all? You come back and you just see Renair and just covered in blood. V well, is also beaten and bloodied. <laughs> A perfect excuse to use our new clinic. Everyone upstairs. Let's go. <laughs> or Kira well, looks over at Seisha and is like, is that what you were talking about, about going on a date and pe beating people up? Well, kind of, but we didn't get beat up. We beat other people up. Oh, well, there was a giant ape. Sure. Oh. Yeah, oh. it was like the size of the building. It was wild. And then don't, it let her, don't let her fool you. It was just a 16-year-old kid. Yeah, he's just shoplifting. You know how it goes, teenagers. Okay, I'm going to have to do concussion tests on both of you upstairs. <laughs> Renee, just go throw his hands up. 16-year-old kid shoplifted a potion, took it. It turned out to be a polymorph potion. Turned right, but potion. also maybe uh. that could be like a cool like shoplifting defense, you know? Maybe maybe run it by Fala. Transforming potions. 
Um, it's... Or you can just not shoplift. Yeah, but like... I feel like turning something into a giant ape in your shop might lead to a lot of destroyed merchandise. Yeah, not shoplifting is hard. I'm not saying like... Gerald! It would turn into a giant gorilla. What I mean is like, just have it be something they they didn't want. I'd like to... Like a potion that supposedly tastes like tacos, but when you drink it, it tastes like green beans. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Who would devise something so fucking cruel? What kind well, of apparently me. Thanks, Harold. Well, what kind of world do we live in that you want to turn a taco into a green bean? just kind of holds his hand up. All right, we're all talking at once. It's a lot easier if everybody just says one thing at a time. Justice. Okay, okay. What are you saying, Harold? Who would want to turn a taco into a green bean? I think it's a logical question. Who would who would take something beautiful like a taco and turn it into something so mundane as a green bean? You're drinking magic and you're turning into like a screw or or something. You get to punish shoplifters, man. That's that's beyond punishment. That's cruel and unusual. Renair, when you have a moment, I'd like to speak to you about something that does not pertain to any of what we're talking about right now. Uh, I I can oh do that. Oh yeah. Um, come here, Renair. Yeah. Are Are you really hurt? I mean, I'm all right. How many times could you get stabbed with a dagger? <laughs> Vinley, you can go ahead and make a, a medicine check as you are looking them up. <laughs> Let's see. Um, seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, he looks about half. Yeah, he's bloodied. Um, he. Did he use the big bumps? Yeah, but you don't have to waste it. I No, it's fine. It's just my lay on hands. It's almost over for the day, so. 25 foot tall ape hits hard. Take 30 back. Okay. That's so fine. is it a kid? Is it an ape? I don't understand. It was both. Yes. <laughs> yes. And you, you see a lot of the like bruising on the nose and everything that's already starting immediately clear up. Still has blood covering his face, but... The, most of the, the stuff, and he's like, oh, oh, that's that's much better. I was afraid I was going to get a, going to oh, sinus problems for weeks after that, but. V, come here for a second, sweetie. And is just going to, like, brush V's shoulders off and cast lay on hands for the remaining 15. Thanks, bruh. I'm for still. Thing, sis. I'm still 100% doing concussion tests on both of them. I think they need it. Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, it's what happens. Fast moving flashcards and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> frankly, knowing us, that sounds very on brand, right? Yeah. Well, no, on brand would have been something with tentacles and multiple eyes uh-huh. and teeth. Uh, I mean, that too. I don't I'm glad it was just a giant ape. Brand. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that it was just a giant ape, and I, I believe the both of you. Uh, you'll you'll be in the paper. Just watch. You're not crazy. I believe you. Nah. Should we pick up a paper tomorrow before we leave, just so that you can see the headline? Uh, Absolutely. About- Mildly large marmoset seen on the streets. <laughs> Angry alley cat. <laughs> it was a gorilla. A well, I've got slight- everyone here. Um. Last night, actually, it's, uh, I don't say that because Renair's in the room, and I don't want to give away the fact that we stole anything from the Catalan Manor. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Mm. Rainier can we, you can have that conversation, and he was gonna head out after that anyway. So okay. we can we can say that. Uh... I do need to talk to him though. Yeah, yeah. You can step away as as he's like, all right. Uh, yeah, let's. Uh, I feel a lot better now. Let's have that side powwow, uh, and then uh, and then I need to actually head up because I am also uh, heading out early in the morning. So. So I've heard to finally confront your father. What's the plan? We'll see how it goes. What do you plan to do exactly? I don't really know yet. I've got a long journey to think about that, and I'm sure it'll all probably just end up with me making it up on the spot and hoping I don't stab him. You need to stop hanging around us. It's having an adverse effect on your ability to reason. Take your time and plan this out as you go up against a powerful noble lord and don't just wing it. Please. I... I assure you, I, when it comes to my father, I am always calculated, but he tends to bring out the worst in me when he starts talking. Some people do do that to us, but I actually need your advice, and it has to do with your noble lineage. Do you know a woman named Morwen Daggerford? Morwen Daggerford? Daggerford? Morwen? I, yes, I... And you kind of see him, like, start, like, like, Thinking and like, tr like trying to put details to a name. Morwen Daggerford. Yes, she's a strong, pious woman, from what I hear, or what I remember. I've never had the privilege of meeting her, but word through the Lord's Alliance seems to be all positive after she took over for her bro brother Maldwin's stead. The Daggerfords have ruled over Daggerford since I think around the middle of the sixth century. I'm sure she's not the first Duchess, but since its founding, they seem to have worked under the law of male preferred primogen, uh, primogenture, meaning firstborns and males are the ones that inherit the ruling title. Mm. Although she was not the firstborn nor male, many believe she would make a better leader than her older brother, even before he was rumored to be killed by a fiend. But while she was spending time training with the Daggerford militia and tending to the temples of Lathander or Tempest, I don't remember which one in particular, one of the two, Maldwin was said to be more interested in being admired and respected than to actually do anything worthwhile for the town. Other than that, I can't truly speak to her character or what she's done in his stead. Uh, but if you are oh, you are going out of the city, make sure to trade in any harbor moons for dragons you have. They're only worth 30 gold outside the city, in Faerun, and even less beyond, as to, up to as little as two gold pieces. Understood. I will do that and communicate that to the rest of the group. But gold is gold everywhere else, so... Mm. Quick question. Does she carry a special blade of some kind? Um... I, I don't know. I've never met her or really seen her. Just from what I know of the the hearsay from being around the Lord's Alliance and, you know, picking up things here and there. Thank you. That's more than I had before. I may have some business with her whenever I go to Dagger, whenever we go to Daggerford. We'll see how that goes. I wish you the best of luck in your encounter as well. Um, same to you. And 
Keep them safe. Keep them grounded. And keep them on track. I know it's difficult sometimes, but... And just remember that they are there for you just as much as you have plans for them. Understood. And he just kind of like puts his hand on your shoulder and squeezes a bit. We are more similar than you think. But. I'm beginning to hear that a lot from a lot of different sources. And hey, when I get back, maybe we can spar a few rounds. Show you a thing nice. or two that I know that you don't. So you say, rich boy. <laughs> Best of luck. <laughs> uh, and uh, with that, uh, he steps back in, um, gives you a hug and a kiss, V. Wishes you safe travels and that uh, he will uh, kind of uh, tap the stone in his pocket uh, as uh, he says, keep me posted on how it goes. I yes. look forward to, hear, forward to hearing all about it. And, and please stay safe while we're gone. I will. Hey, Rainier! Say she runs and gives him a big hug. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> And he's like, oh, armor, 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 armor. armor. Yeah, he's like, ow, yeah. oh, oh, that pokes. Oh, 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 yep. sorry. oh, sorry, 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 <laughs> yep. And he'll say, come back soon. I'll, I'll wave at Rainier and tell him, uh, if anything happens, I'll be the first to let you know. And he'll kind of nod. Uh, and safe travels. And Orkira, it was wonderful meeting you and briefly getting to know you. Safe journeys, you all. You too, and we'll, we'll see you when we get back. I will hopefully be back about the same time. So, safe travels. And with a smile uh, and uh, a wave, he makes his way out of the tavern, or out of the, the common room, and heads heads down uh, with one final kiss to V before he heads out. Yes, yes, yes. And as the door closes behind him, the spell that Vinley was working on uh, activates and the private sanctum goes up because it looked like Boss was about to say something important. Read my mind. No, I can't do that yet. I thought we Wait just assumed that everything Voss says is important. Well, no, typically, whenever Voss says something, it's something that needs to be kept private. Can't so. say I've ever heard him tell a joke. So. Yeah. Anyway. That was funny. <sighs> We found a letter during our peruse through the Gathala estate that I thought was pertinent. I didn't have time the last time we got together, so I thought I might do it now. Lord Elarthak Gathala says, The shipments have slowed due to the loss of the winter's wind, not to mention our supply lines are constantly being assaulted. I need more men sent to guard these now that we have to take new means of travel. I will also ensure our shipments are not being delayed within the mountains. I also believe this new cult, and I kind of give a look to Harold, is the reason your most trusted lieutenant and our shipments have been going missing and working on gaining more info on this show soon. On to our next topic. Most of those killed in the Castle Lantern Massacre were masked lords. I am working on getting those loyal to you into the mix of possible masked lords. However, this new Xanathar is far more aggressive than the last. Many of the ones I have put leverage on are already loyal to him. I will continue to do what I can, and we will conquer the city. 
Project Giant Star is moving along nicely. The golem is beginning to take shape, and our arcanists have assured me it will be operational within the... And it cuts off there. A, a, a golem? A, a golem and arcanists. He's yes. planning something very large. So it would seem. What would they be using that for? Never good things. Probably to conquer the city. That'd be one hell of a way to conquer a city. I mean... Seisha walks over and pulls out a little uh, handkerchief and just kind of dabs at V's face. You okay? Yeah. You don't look okay. No, I'm okay. It's fine. I just... A lot of... A lot of emotions. Yeah. There. Do you have any idea what any of that could be? <laughs> it's okay to say no. I mean, no, but it's just kind of further proof of that. You know, my dad has his hand in a lot of places. He's very powerful. Very powerful. Yeah, a little too powerful. Yeah. And I... I know I've been going out of my way to not care about it, but it's getting hard to not, it's getting hard to ignore. Yeah, it's okay to care. It's good to care. It'd just be easier if it wasn't like, you know, me and the rest of the population's problem. It'd be easier, but that's like, not the case. People get to just ignore their dads and run away from home and it'd be fine and it doesn't affect like a city. Yeah. I get I get the sense whether you'd stayed or left, he'd be doing the same thing. So I don't if you think this is on you at all, I don't think you have to think that. I just I don't know, maybe I could have done something if I was closer to the situation. I Hey, you know what? We can second guess all day long, but it's not gonna do us any good. What will do us some good is having a good night. And then waking up early and setting out to right the wrongs. God, yeah, I just... And find out answers. Yeah, I just... I really don't like that uneasy flame when it came to um, Osvaldo. Yeah. Well... I was really hoping that maybe he's just, you know, captive somewhere and isn't. I no, just, no. it would have been such a better answer to just have a, a yes or a no. In the middle is making me really uneasy. I know. That just yeah. seems worse. But it could just mean that the Phoenix wasn't sure. We, we may just need to come up with a more specific question. Oh, speaking of questions. You want to ask a question? Should we ask a question? Oh, your question of the stone. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was about to say, because I can do the, the asking the phoenix if we've got three questions that are yes or no. Especially if you can think of something that's more specific than are you alive? Because 
That's complicated, apparently. Apparently. I thought life or death was a little more, you know, black and white, but apparently there is a lot of gray area, and I don't appreciate that. So now she you, kind of points over at Venley, shades you know, of gray. Lots you know exactly how I feel now. That's... I still understand what they would want with a golem. A lot of people want golems for various different reasons. I mean, she points out the window that uh, um, at, is obscured, and like as she points, it kind of like opens, where you can vaguely see the tip of like a statue off in the distance. Waterdeep uses them for defense. Other people use them for personal defense. Whatever it is, Manshoon seems highly interested in it. Which means that it's at least not half-baked. Something we'll probably come across as we move towards the mountain. There is some good news in all of this, though. The Red Wing is working. Oh yeah, it is. I wish you could have seen him stiffen up when he saw the boat. Oh, it was so good! Harold, you should have seen it. It was amazing! It's only so good as long as it keeps working and we eventually get him. That's what it's all about. This is all just steps towards the future making the town a little bit safer yeah and, and maybe maybe putting my pirate commodore friend in his seat who knows a lot of powerful people out there could be anybody who sits in that chair lots of people you know i'm going to be honest with you harold there's there's a lot of things that i never thought i personally would say in my entire life or any of my future lives but honestly i kind of trust jarlax Ray more than i do manshoon yeah which is a horrifying sentiment, and I hate that I even it crossed my mind, but here we are. I'll be sure to tell him so that we can Please commemorate this don't. moment forever. I just want him to know that you said that. that I will cut your that. hand off and animate it and use it as a familiar. Yeah, who hasn't done that once? Huh. Something to think about. Well, uh, it was a soap hand, okay? Okay, yeah, well, all right, well, that I was fair. It was a, a lot of... I, I, I made a soap hand, painted it, and make it look like a normal hand. We, we, we did gags with that thing all day, right up until somebody stepped on it. And he looks over at V and glares at her. Look, I just don't leave your hands around on the ground. You're going to get stepped on. You need to put them away. There's only the one. Um, I'm going to, if we're all good, I have, I actually have a question for the stone, Seisha, before I get back to teaching. Declan? Sure, what? If what's its middle name? <laughs> no. The Stone of Frank Golor. Wouldn't that be a first name? Its middle name is of, duh. <laughs> no. Could the stone perhaps tell me more about the Baelnor Nesequa? Probably. Um, you had asked if I would ask it about how the Baelnorn became one. Yes, that. Okay. Um, Really, anything I can get from Golor on Nesequa would be very sure. helpful. Look, Golor, you scratch our back, we'll scratch yours. I don't actually believe he has a back. What look, does the stone Look, Golor, you poke us in the eye, we'll poke you in the eye. I, it doesn't work as well. Okay, yeah, I can do that. Um, do you want me to ask that tonight, or should I ask one of my questions tonight? Anyone's fine. I'm, I'm not, I'm, the, I'm gonna live the longest out of all of you, so I, I'm patient. I, I can, okay. I can, I can. Why don't wait. we, why don't we do that on the road then? We can, oh, we could make s'mores and ask the Stone of Golor a question. 
Like, does it like s'mores? I mean, who doesn't like s'mores? It does not have a mouth. It doesn't have a mouth, just eyes. But maybe okay. it really enjoys the idea. Of- maybe yeah. it knows that it looks appetizing, and they, it, the Stone of Gore is really like the question I have. I don't think it is really what looks it appetizing. Tastes like. That's a question you should ask. Reference, and will tell us about a cooler, tastier dessert. Also, just because it doesn't have a mouth does not mean it can't eat. I mean, it's a magic stone that seems to know everything. Why can't it eat in some weird way? Well, I'm pretty sure the stone is connected to something else that probably eats. Like absorb the s'more? Yeah, why not? I tried not to assume anything when it comes to magic rocks. What was? Why don't you go ahead and ask before we get too off track? Mm, Let's see. Yeah, I heard that if you leave the stone of Gullor in like cola for a few days, it cleans it all up. It's like you shouldn't be drinking that stuff. Do you have any questions that are related to going to the mountains and finding V's family? No, at this point, all of my questions have been based on the Elder Eye and the Harbinger of Unknowing. I keep forgetting to add of Unknowing, which I think is a really important part of the whole. Yeah, thing. <laughs> it's important to the knowing. Differentiates the Harbingers. Oh, that reminds me, did you want these? And she holds up a small notebook with every single note you've taken the entire time that's been copied. Just hold on to them. Oh, okay. And she puts it back in her bag. Yeah. Yeah, before we try to go to the mines at all, should we, um, do you have any questions that we have but concerns of involving, like, I don't know, anything we want to know about? Anything? Want- not. Nope. Nothing that the stone would answer. Yep, that's right. Okay. It has to be. It has to be a, a big topic for like a, a very important pivotal thing for the stone to be able to answer questions about. So I it. can't use like a crystal ball. Mm-mm. Wow, lame. Someone find me a crystal ball, and then we'll talk. I got one. I have really? several. Yeah, I bought it from this guy down the pl- down the street. He does like some weird monk thing with a barbecue place. It's nice. It works. Uh, it glows if you plug it in. I've got one kind of that I use for scrying, but it's like attached to this gnomish thing and I'll hold up my gnomish spectrometer. Yes! Plug it in. It's not quite a crystal ball, but yeah. Okay, well. It's very clear I don't know how crystal balls work and I didn't realize they came in such a variety. So uh, maybe I'm just gonna put a pin in that. Okay. Sasha pulls out the stone. You get the, what knowledge can I bestow upon you, Lore Seeker Seisha of Alasbard? How is the Harbinger of Unknowing connected to the Elder Eye? And as the images and knowledge just swell within your mind, you take... 400 points of psychic damage. Nine points of psychic damage. Okay. You leave a nice crater. (laughs) Um, and you hear, Woe falls upon all who succumb to the wills of her colostrum or gaze upon her children, for she will give birth to destruction and a new era will begin. Shoth Ragat, the Eater of Worlds, Herald of Zoriat, Herald of Chaos, Herald of the Nightmare Dimension, Herald of the Deadlands, Herald of Madness, and Herald of Ganadar. And Seisha, you take 42 points of psychic damage, and I need you to roll a sanity check. Seisha falls over. Uh, Seisha. I 
You all I, watch yeah. as you all watch as Seisha's eyes roll up into the back of her head and blood begins to pour from her ears, her nose, her mouth, and her eyes. She falls over. And she falls over. And I still uh, I, uh, I, I cast healing word. I don't even think about it. Uh, okay, you cast healing word or Kira, what are you doing? I was rushing over to do uh, to do a healing myself. So okay, it's fine. all of this can uh, happen. Y'all can all heal me. It's fine. No. Yeah, I was gonna I was yeah. gonna spare the dying and or cure wounds, whichever came first. Okay, and I did um, first aid for eighteen. Got it. 12, 18, and Lauren. Uh, twelve. I did a first level cure wounds. Okay. Forty-two. Just everything back. That was no, nope. That uh, you was, also nope. you also nope. get twelve back from me. Oh wait, I need to do a sanity check too, didn't I? You do. Oh no. Plus. Okay, eighteen. Uh, uh, eighteen on your save. Yeah. Okay. No okay. sanity check. Sanity yeah, check. Yeah, on your yeah. sanity yeah. save. Yep. Okay, that still fail. Oh. Oh shit. shit. Uh, oh, go God. ahead and roll me a d one hundred. Yeah, we're about to blow up. <laughs> Thirty-five. I'm just waiting to make sure they don't smile. All of us holding our breath. <laughs> I'm holding several spells at the moment. Because <laughs> <laughs> I imagine Arkira is like over you. Like all three of us have done some healing, but Arkira is like waiting there because she knows that you asked this question related to a thing that had issues yeah we've talked so she, about yeah that we uh, talked about sending you it in chat private okay oh, that's terrible i love you guys mm -hmm. <laughs> uh -huh. oh my goodness gracious okay let's see did you send it oh did you send it in facebook no, no, it's 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 uh, it, it's coming. Oh, okay. Oh, they're discussing it. Oh God, I'm sure it's fine. Seisha, your alignment shifts to chaotic evil. Um, <laughs> what do you mean shifts? <gasps> <laughs> Ethan. <laughs> nay, nay. We okay, knew she was looking uh, bad the whole time. Yeah, and go ahead and roll me a D10 as well. Oh my God. Oh, this one's complex. And then a D6. Jeez. Yeah, and then a D4. We're just going to roll down the whole list until eventually I decide how awful this is for you. <laughs> Don't forget the D12. And then a D42, which is really odd. And then flip a coin on a, on heads, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tasha, Tasha, are you okay? Huh. <sighs> We need we need to do more to prepare if you're gonna ask these kind of questions. Yeah. I, I should have done something. I really think the middle name of the Galore Stone would have been a lot easier. No, the name is the problem. It it was Frank, wasn't Frank? it? What happened? It said the name of oh. the Harbinger. The bad name. The bad. No. The real bad. The name. name of the Elder Eye. Oh. It has okay. A name. Next time. You need to like preface with, hey, don't say that name anymore because that sucks. Was 
and this is purely for my own edification, but was the name Kevin? I may. No, Harold. Okay. What? Oh. Yeah, you kind of bled from your eyes, and I, I, I tried to get a healing word out, but it came out as a healing squeal of terror. This never so happened whenever I used the stone at all. Because I'm getting the true name of an ancient force that's basically akin to a god, and when it says it... That's why there was something missing in your notes. Yeah. Hmm. I'd like to give Seisha another look over because the last time she got this and I asked the Phoenix, the Phoenix was like, ah, oh, not everything's okay. So can I can I look her over and make sure she sure, looks okay? Go ahead okay? and make a medicine check. Okay. I am can worried. I also do that looking for like brain damage? <laughs> oh, damn. Well, I rolled a one, so that's a 10. <laughs> you have a plus nine to Blood. I'm a, I'm a healer, what do you expect? <laughs> no, I got a 15. I mean, there was definitely brain damage as blood poured out of her face. But other than that, I mean, you all did a lot of healing <laughs> to her. You acquired knowledge like this before? Seisha pulls the stone up into her hand. Yeah. And she just chucks it out the window. You should make a wisdom saving throw before you do that. <laughs> what? 30? Or no, 20, 20, sorry. 20? 20, 20, yeah. Did she say 20. she just threw the stone of gore out uh, the window? Yeah. She's trying to. Uh, you, you, you feel resistance as you go to do it. Like, your body doesn't want to do it. But the amount of hate that you have right now forces your hand as you immediately throw it out the window. Can oh! I attempt a reaction to catch or is this happening too fast? This happens too fast. What the fuck? Can I, I step out of the house? Yeah, same. Uh, yeah, so Vinley, you you want to miss, yeah, Misty step out? Yeah, I... Right. Boss, you start running down the stairs sure. into the alleyway outside. Mm. I want to... Looking for it. Okay, go ahead. Um, try to, like, and I'm if Vinley's there, I'm trying to distract attention away from whatever the hell she's doing, because I just don't want anybody to see it. I don't care if she's got it. Uh, all right, go ahead and uh, make me perception checks. Can I use Savard okay. to give me advantage for the help action? Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely you can. Cool. All right. We'll do separate ones then. W while they're doing the that, I'm going to take Seisha's head in my hands. I'm going to say, do, do you need to unattune to it? Yes. I cast Rule Curse. Uh, 25. I attempt uh, to unattune from this one. I need you to make a wisdom save before you, uh, or you unattune. Um, go ahead and make a wisdom save. Okay. Uh, everything is happening so fast. Because <laughs> we Whatever talked about this before. Rolled its booty. 24. Uh, 24? Okay. Yeah. yeah. You, um, you unattune from it and you retain not all the knowledge. That's good. I have to, I, if it matters at all, I do have to cast it at fourth level because I'm out of third level spells for the day <laughs> because I was sending to Jarlaxle all day. So I don't know if it matters, if it helps. Is that no. better? Yeah, we did that. Yeah, I got a, a 25. That isn't something you'd normally do. In uh, my personal opinion. 
What? She did just get a. You I can't did. imagine knowing that name, and this is the second time. It's it's like. <laughs> It's just too much sometimes. It's just sometimes well, it's too much. Somebody else needs to take it for a while. Yeah, yeah. Fine. You, you need a break from that. Fine. And, and I can no, no, it needs to be destroyed. Whoa, we can't be going destroying the thing that it we needs just to spent. Be destroyed. That's great. A lot of things need to be destroyed, but as long as we can't destroy it, we might as well keep it and keep using it. Since when do you throw out the keys to the biggest library in the entire universe? In the meanwhile, first they gotta go find it, and then we should probably put it in that portable hole just so that nobody else can find it and give you a chance to rest because that this all is bad. Say she just smears the blood across her face. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Let's let's ask some questions real quick. I just want to ask some qualifying. Can I run an insight check on Sasha to see if something's amiss? Because she's she sure, just, absolutely. She literally just threw the most knowledgeable thing in the universe out a window. Something's wrong. Make it, make an insight check. Twenty three. She just threw the most knowledgeable thing in the world outside the window. Something's, something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, something is clearly wrong, right? I'm going to try to help you out. Uh, I'm going to play your favorite song, and I'll do Counter Charm. Maybe that'll help. Maybe she's charmed. I'll try it. Uh, you start singing um, her favorite song, and if you have any saving throws, you gain advantage against frightened or charmed. But that's it. There's Beyond no, that, yeah, no, nothing changes in you. Okay, as, I uh, will instead play a different thing, and I will play uh, the song that plays protection from. Actually, I, I take that back. Uh, I, yeah, actually, I, I yeah, I, I take that back. Um, you, as, as he does it, the magic from the remove curse finally makes its way up to your mind as you feel the madness cleanse and clean itself. As you finally hear Harold's song coming through the, all of the static and the buzzing that was filling your mind as you just constantly saw nothing but the black nebula of eyes every time you blinked and closed your eyes for that brief moment that that feeling was there. Oh. Are we cool? Are we cool? Because I think that was a great A performance. I'm not going to say that I'm the best musician in Waterdeep, but I am saying I'm better than every other one. Did I just throw the stone of Golor out the window? Yeah, yeah, but Voss oh gosh, no, well, she's running, running outside. Wait. Oh, okay. Yeah, you gotta learn. You can't really. The Sasha control is okay. A very... Object. Uh, you actually see Venley and Voss start making their way, making their way back towards the uh, 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 up into the common room. But it pings. Yeah, she gets to the door, throws it open, realizes her face is covered in blood, and slams the door again. <laughs> uh, and it pings on Venley. What the hell is happening today? Uh, I... Yeah. 
city's coming crazy. I'm going to go to the window and knock on it and then wave them back up. Like, hey, we're good. Come on up. We uh, can't see you because there's a barrier. For <laughs> fight and Alicia sound. opens the door again. Henley, Ross, come on up. I'm going to go to where there's a washroom nearby and get a towel and wet it and bring it to Seisha. Like, I'm going to lean over to V and be like, that rock's fucking weird. Okay. So I assume everybody comes back in. I don't know. Then leave yeah. us. What are y'all doing? Um, I will start bar you. I won't attempt to stop you from picking it up, nor will I attempt to take it from you, but just kind of like Oh yeah, no, Vinley, from the fact that you've got it. Yeah, Vinley sees it sitting in the street and just immediately misty steps to it, grabs it, and then stands back up and starts walking the opposite way back towards you. Yeah. Um like just the fastest poof of smoke you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Um, but before we head up, all I will say is like I'm giving that away. Um, we can talk about it, but I don't want it in our possession anymore, and I don't want it destroyed. Okay, that's a lot to unpack here on the sidewalk. Um, true. Remind me, out of play. You've never mentioned this, right? Nope. Okay. To who, if I can ask? We'll talk about that whenever we go back inside. But it's clearly... It's clearly served its purpose in our possession. You better start working on a, a very airtight reason as to why. Because even if you sell it as a bad thing that does bad things and hurts people, Seisha's still going to want to hold it to prevent other people from doing exactly what she just did. I think I've got a good one on this. Let's go ahead and Alright. And we head back up. No, Harold, I'll say it. You really are the best uh, musician in Waterdeep. Absolutely. Well, thank you, but that was totally me being a facetious asshole. I do not think I'm the best musician of Waterdeep. I'm sure I mean, there's look, better. I don't oh, either. And just did so, the like it. solo artist or like even against a full band? Because that's yes. going to be up for a little bit more of a debate. Yeah. So, please tell me you found the stone. Yes. Uh, she pulls it out of her sleeve and holds it up. Hold. She reaches out. Hold. Harold reaches out and looks over at you like he's confused. He puts it back in her sleeve for a second. Okay. I just want to make sure. What? Are you of sound mind? Yes, I am now. What happened? The stone has told me the actual name of the Elder Eye. And when you know something like that, it affects you. Knowledge has power. And some knowledge has so much power it's almost too much for the mortal mind to bear and that name is one of them when i asked about the nature of the relationship between the harbinger of unknowing and the elder eye when it gave me the answer it used the, the name of the elder eye and it hurt do you still know its name Yes. 
don't say it, obviously. No. But, but at least that's. I, I learned it. I learned it several nights ago. Did you explode then? Yes. A little. Judging on the way she was writing her notes, yes. Okay. So that's why so, I don't do the asking alone. And that's why we agreed you wouldn't take the stone again. No. Yeah, we just... I was not just... a sound mind when I said that. How do I know what sound mind looks like? I just played, like... I was seeing the void when I said that. Oh, God. So... We're at an impasse again. In all honesty to me, this thing served its purpose when we opened the vault. No. It's only begun to serve its purpose. Boss, this is the only source of information we have on any of this. Is any of this helpful or actionable yes. at all? How yes. is it actionable? I should just because over something... to Venley. Just because we have intel now that isn't actionable doesn't mean that it can't be actionable in the future. There's no way we we're ever going to learn its name. We can't learn any of this information because all that stuff's been burned or taken. But how is that any of this helpful, though, at the same time? It may not be helpful immediately, but we know this is an oncoming threat, and we need as much information we have so that when they do show up, we have a playbook on how to deal with the damn thing. Boss, that name, having that name, that's huge. Yeah, don't remind me. That's like a fae getting your name. There, <clears throat> there's a lot yeah, I wouldn't know anything Harold. about that. Sorry, Harold. There's a lot of magic that deals with, I've even heard of entire branches or schools of magic that deal solely with the true names of beings in games. That is so shitty. Wow, it, this conversation it, is getting shittier by the second. It hurts and it sucks, but I can take it. And I need this knowledge. I need this. Because right now I have a lot of terror going on in my mind. And the only thing that's getting me through each day is knowing that we're making headway on learning about this so that when it does come up, we can fight it. Um, Vote. Go ahead. Sorry, I, I was thinking about, you know, how you said that this was, you know, our main source on knowledge on any of this crazy otherworldly stuff and whatever and I just remembered I know I told you guys recently about the weird thing with my your teacher maybe we should try to figure out who she is I hate that I can't remember but like I, I remember everything else there's got to be records somewhere in the city right well, we can't be staying in the city much longer but maybe we're about she to leave. can help and be a source of information for this so we don't have to rely on the stone but until we're back from our trip i think we need to hold on to that damn stone That's then let's leave it at this vote who wants to keep the stone this is this is not a resounding i want to keep the stone this is a begrudging we need to keep the stone votes a vote so i keep the stone that's fine i support keeping it for my own selfish reasons oh. i I promise I won't use it alone. I'll always make sure someone's with me. Who wants to get rid of it? Wow. Finally, Everyone you two can. agree on something. I just, I don't like it. It's a rock that hurts people from the inside. Like, that's freaky. Do you understand, Akira? Completely agree. It's a rock that hurts people from the inside. It's really freaky. But it also seems to be super powerful. And if it's okay with just dropping a name like that... On anyone who asks, at least Seisha is more prepared, and until 
I we've got a better that. option. It's in the garbage, but I just, I feel like something needs to be done with it. I'll I have didn't... a conversation with the stone about the names it chooses to use. I mean, that definitely needs to happen. It needs to have a stern talking to about boundaries. Are it we does... certain? This whole... It does pose a question though. What if we were to let someone use it to see what would happen? Perhaps who doesn't have a physical mind to affect? I... Wait. What? Like... I don't that's gonna be a major issue. We know two people who don't have brains, really. Me and who? I'm not going to touch that one. It's far too easy. I mean, the Temple of God. I'm gonna say the same thing I said the last time Voss brought this idea up. I don't like the idea of it in somebody else's hands. I don't like the idea of it in our hands, but here we are. I mean, the... Get off. I don't mind it in someone else's hands. I just need to know who. Yes. It sounds it sounds like it's not the... He mentioned Nim previously. Listen, in my opinion, if it's not yeah. in the hands of people like us who are capable of defending it, all roads lead to Xanathar. That's very fair. Or the, the we last thing leave we need it in the city when we leave. The last we thing we do need that. is somebody incredibly powerful finding out the stone's up for grabs, it's completed, and it'll answer their damn questions. You know what the first question I'd ask the stone was if I was a super powerful bad guy? Hey, what's the most powerful forgotten weapon in Waterdeep that people don't know is still out there? Boom. Now suddenly he's somebody we can't deal with anymore. That's the sort of thing we have to watch out for. These aren't people that are going to ask the kind of questions that we're asking. They're going to be like, hey, has anybody forgotten a big pile of money in some time? And boom, if they had had that stone, they'd have already known about the money down below. That's the sort of thing we'd have to deal with. We I can have somebody out there getting the kind of knowledge we have with Look, the kind of resources the Xanathar has. I can do this. I can. I trust this is... I trust you, Sasha, but can I make a suggestion? I mean, I know I don't know a lot of people here in Waterdeep, but you've got that really nice, powerful Vajra person. I was about to say I could give it to Vajra. If we give it to if we give it to the city, we'll never see it again. I could And possibly, what could it do to her? I could possibly work out a deal to where we get to use the questions. I don't like it. This is <laughs> guys, this is hurting you. Would you trust it with the font? I trust it with us. No. I know I know us because despite the fact they are incredibly powerful and did all of these wonderful things they still lost every bit of knowledge on the far realms the black staff and the font did okay That's a bad point. well it's not fallible especially where this is concerned what if we like take turns with it spread the pain out if we're gonna keep Nothing it tells me Sasha's not exactly keen on sharing no offense Mitch no offense taken because I'm not. There it is. I think now that we're a little more aware of what's going on, we can be a little more prepared. I mean, first off, Station needs to have a talk with the stone about names. Boundaries. Boundaries, yeah. Uh, but also there's like stuff we can do to protect you and to bolster you before you ask a question that might hurt. And 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 maybe we start asking some of those actionable questions that boss had like but, not lore things but like how do we stop them from coming here well that is one of the questions is what are the elder eyes weaknesses but let's but, let's 
let's start first with the practicality of the situation. Regardless of how we all feel and regardless of how we all vote, there's no chance we can get rid of the rock in a day, and certainly not in any sort of way that's a, that's going to be safe for us or the city. We're going to be holding on to this thing until we're back from the mountains. And once we're back from the mountains, I think it's totally fair to revisit this thing. Who knows what the hell it'll tell us while we're out in the mountains, because it's not like we're going to stop asking questions as long as we have it. Right. Once we realize we've hit a wall of this thing is too dangerous to keep, then we have to ask another question. Are we giving it to somebody or are we burying this thing somewhere in a desert? And I think that's the more important question we need to ask. If we're going to get rid of it, it needs to just not be. It doesn't need to just, doesn't need to be destroyed. It just needs to be somewhere so far away that in our lifetimes, even Vinley's, we are not going to have to deal with that thing getting out. No offense. Akira, keep I, or get rid. I need you to take a side on this. I think we, I think Carol's right. We got to keep it. I've, I've had to deal with very, very powerful things that in the wrong hands or even in the right hands, but people who just don't know about it make really bad or dumb decisions. And I'm not saying that we're not gonna make bad or dumb decisions. It's just, we know the most. We often and we're do. More, we're I mean, who, just be most. honest with yourselves, Voss. Who, who do you trust more in the city than the people in this room? This thing we have with us is a time bomb ticking away in our grasp. I mean, I hate to say it, but everything we're involved in is a time bomb. Everything. We voted on it, you can keep it. I also think you should probably not ask it some questions for a little while. Have the talk about the boundaries, but don't, like, give yourself some time to, you know, recover from that. Also, Harold, I 100% agree with almost everything you said. There's one thing that I don't, which is the burying it out in the middle of nowhere. Because here's the thing: when you it try always to forget, gets found. it yeah. And then if there's no sign, there's no information, then people make mistakes with stuff. If we get to the point that that thing, as powerful as it seems to be, needs to go somewhere else, wherever it goes, it needs to have like documentation and people who know about it, so that there when isn't time. It needs to be unraveled. What's the worst thing about poison? Mislabeling it. That's fair. That much having been said, though, if we're just on a yacht and I happen to oopsie, I mean, what? who's going to be? What, what, like, is what, a, a, a pufferfish down at the bottom's got it, got it now, and now he's asking questions about where his ancestors came from? Who cares? I Harold? Think. Harold. I think we Do should. Do you think that no person would find it for the rest of eternity? I don't care about something the rest of powerful wants to be found. Is it really indestructible? Most magic know. items are. I just want one easy yes. answer to an impossible problem. Forty-two. I don't there, know what that meant. There's easy answers. They're just not good answers. Well. In any case, I believe we have all decided to table it until after our vacation. Um, I do have one bit of business to bring up regarding- Finley, may I have it? Yes. And she'll hesitantly hand it over to you. Yeah, I'm gonna make another insight check. Yeah. At this point, these- 13, is it? Does it seem like a natural, like, I, I want this because I'm the knowledge person? Or does it seem like a golem with the ring? 
I need this. No, no, she seems, she seems irritated and determined. Right, almost like a get it in my hand now prior to somebody deciding I can't have it again. Yeah. Got it, okay. All right, yeah, Harold understands that. Yeah, well, V V is definitely picking up Gollum with Gollum vibes. I do want to bring up, uh, when we are outside of this city, I would appreciate it if everyone referred to me as an evocationist. Sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, I... Okay. How about I just say you're a wizard? And I want everybody to refer to me as a cellist uh, and say that something very, very tragic happened to my cello, and so now I'm forced to use a pathetic accordion. Harold, do you play the cello? Yeah. What don't you, you play? You should... The oboe. It takes a real expert to play an oboe. Yeah, I had a sham once, and it's that's it sucks. It's really bad. I gotta come uh, up with a fancy title. I'll let y'all know tomorrow. I appreciate the concern, you guys. Thank you. No problem. I'm going to go finish teaching spells to Daklin and Pixel. Goodbye. I have business Bye. to attend to in the rest of this today. I also have things that I have to pretend to be busy with. And no, I'm we busy. do. Remember, we're supposed to stay here and we're supposed to wait for Jarlaxle or that person that's coming by, right? Right, I was going to feed my crows. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right. And I'll, I'll be right back down, and I'll go do that. Uh, we are going to go with Vinley as Vinley goes to look for Pixel and Daklin. Um, I left them downstairs working on their copying of, uh, of Find Familiar. Okay. Um, and as you go looking for Pixel and Daklin, you don't see their joyous faces. You don't see them copying their notes uh, or their playful banter with each other um, or them studying or helping around the tavern, at least not together. It isn't long before you see Daklin playing dragon chess with an older gentleman well into his 70s or 80s. Sky, taking a break from performing, sits idly by watching the two play while his wand of conducting plays a jaunty tune for the tavern. With only a few moves left on a nearly empty board, it looks pretty head-to-head -head before the old man baits Daklin into, uh, with an easy open mark, leaving his king open with a sweeping defeat. Wait, how did you, what, what happened? How, how did you do that? Ah, always think at least three moves ahead and try to find ways to bait your opponent by exploiting their weakness. Practice that, and I will see you again next week. Do the I recognize man. this man? Do I recognize what? this man? Uh, you recognize him as like one of the random uh, he, tavern. Yeah, regular. He regulars. likes to sit at the chess table and yep, usually yep. no one plays with him. Yep. Yeah. Um, and the old man stands and extends his hand towards Daklin, uh, as if to shake the young boy's hand in respect. And he, he like, how? Yeah. Good game. <laughs> and with that, the old man nods to you uh, and offers you the seat before walking to the bar, paying his tab, and leaves. I uh, tell him, thank you for coming and have a good night. And then quickly, I will just reset up like very quickly, I'll point to the board, reset up right before the move where Daklin was baited and show him a move that would have gotten out, gotten him out of that situation. No. Uh, yeah, and then uh, you, while you're doing that, Daklin's like, oh, man, old man Esther 
really likes chess. He's teaching me to play better since, well, Pixel doesn't want to play anymore now that Yosef is around. That's... I'm sorry, say that one more time. I, I'm not used to hearing you talk so fast. Pixel doesn't want to play with me anymore now that Yosef is not around. Well, sometimes things happen. Um, people get sad and you can... We can play. Um, have you finished your find familiar? But if you find Pixel, will you let her know I'd still like to play with her? Of course. Um, and I'm speaking in Gnomish right now, by the way. Okay. okay. Um, can I uh, guide him over back to the table that I have set up for him where there's a bunch of ink and, like, a book? <laughs> and 100%. A, yeah. Um, let's... You have probably five more minutes of work before you're completely done. If if you stay here and finish it, I'll go look for Pixel. Okay, I will. All right. And then I will uh, tap the Beholder plushie on the table and move it across the table so that it's within reach of him. And then I'm going to go find Pixel. Go ahead and make a perception or investigation check. Investigation. Can I once again have Savard help me going into the small areas that I know she likes? Because she hides from homework a lot. That's a 24. Okay. All right. You go looking for Pixel all through the tavern using Savard to help. Even go to look if she made it upstairs afraid of if she came across a surprise biblio or triggered one of your glyphs. But everything seems undisturbed. You look around outside in the tree of the courtyard and she isn't there. However, you do finally see her squatted and tucked into the corner of the roof as she just looks out over the city and up into the sky. Can I use a higher level spell slot to cast Misty Step to get up to her because I can't climb? <laughs> of course, and easy enough, just And she seems to not even flinch or care just seems lost in her thoughts the stars are pretty tonight yeah are you okay I heard you didn't feel up to playing much today I'm fine I'm just chilling out shutting out chilling, chilling out oh chilling out I'm sorry um, would you perhaps want to chill out a little higher? Looks up towards, like, the peak of the roof. Yeah, that's kind of Yosef's favorite spot. He likes to be as high as possible on the roof. Here, take my hand. She just kind of reluctantly, still squatting, holds onto your hand. And I will cast Fly at a fourth level and start to up higher and higher and holding on to her 
Um, you feel her grip kind of get a little tight uh, with a little bit of nervousness, but also a little bit of excitement and wonder. And uh, when I feel her like start to get a little giddy with like nerves or that roller coaster feeling, I start to do like a helix move where we just kind of like spin around each other very slowly because I don't want her to throw up on some bar attendee. <laughs> um, and then we we peek like to where we can see the, almost the entire city of Waterdeep. And I just hold her hands and I and I tell her, listen, Pixel. It's okay to be sad about anything that you feel sad about. And then she points out to like the noble district where she assumes that Yosef would be. People come in and out of our lives for reasons that honestly many of us don't know. But he's not gone. He's still right over there, wishing that he could see you. Yeah, but why did they have to take him away? Vinley kind of lets go of her hands and leans back as she just floats in the air. And see her eyes get wide. She's like, don't worry, you're fine, you're fine. And she just kind of puts her hands behind her neck and gets into a casual position while she's floating amongst the clouds. It's important, especially with people of stature, as I'm told, that they're with members of their own family. It it doesn't seem right all the time, and sometimes it sucks. What if he doesn't like his new family? And he can leave when it's time. If you don't like your family, you don't have to stay with them. Just because you don't like someone doesn't mean you don't inevitably love them and you don't have to stick with people you don't like. That's the fun part of being a grown-up. But then again, what if he does and he forgets about me because of his new brothers? Then I believe, Pixel, that is what you would say in Gnomish and she says the word for stupid in Nomish. Be stupid to not like you. You're honestly the bravest person I've ever met. And he's not stupid. Mom's stupid. Why do you why do you think she's stupid? I think she just sent him away because she got scared. Oh no. Let me tell you one thing right now, Pixel. Your mother, and she starts creeping, like, slowly flying towards her. Your mother is even braver than you are. She had the courage to take care of you when she had nothing. She's the strongest woman I've ever met. And she probably sent... She didn't even send Yosef away. Honestly, I have to take partial responsibility for that. What do you mean? Well, we found the family, and we put them in contact. We thought it would be better for Yosef to grow up with at least an idea of where he comes from. 
And for that, I'm sorry. And you see just like a swell of complex emotions just kind of wash across her face as she does not know how to hide it. You want to fly higher? Let's go until we get lightheaded. It's really fun. Are you going to tell mom? Why would I do that? Okay. You're working on your homework right now. And we go... And we go until we get lightheaded, which I imagine is just past the clouds to where you get an unobstructed view of the stars and moon. And... She kind of clings closer to you as she's never been this high. She is not only young, but also a gnome who's very small, looking out over a very large world. And as you get higher and higher, that warmth of the summer kind of goes away. There's a chill and you can feel her kind of shaking, but there's a soft smile that creeps across her face as she stares out over the stars. I lay back onto the clouds and like pat them, <laughs> like come lay with me. And I say, magic can do wonderful things. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm as gifted as Daklin. He seems to pick it up pretty quick. I just got this. And she creates a uh, arcane hand and then waves her hand this like this and she goes and i can do this now and it disappears and you feel it move like like hold on to your hand and kind of like crawl across you and stuff like that okay now to be clear mage hand is not a concentration spell correct correct okay cool i cast mage hand as well and uh i say pixel <laughs> Do you know what you just did? And she moves the hand in between her two hands. And she shows that her hand is visible, like very clearly visible. You did something that not even I can do. So that means I'm stronger than you. Now I wouldn't go that far, but you're definitely very creative. Inventing new ways of using spells is what wizards do and then she shoots off a chill touch which is just the skeletal hand she shoots it off into the night sky and says it's the hallmark of magic inventing something new i think i'm gonna use it to try and steal that coin off boss's neck oh i mean mr ronto oh, yes yes can't blow his alias you said he has a coin around his he does. It says it's harder to get it from him if it's not in a pocket. It's very true. Things around the neck are typically very hard to steal. But honestly, if you want a real challenge, and she, uh, she'll use precedentation to form a symbol on the palm of her hand, and it's one of the holy symbols that Harold has. Okay. This is what you need to get. It's just a random deity. It's around one of, it's on Harold's neck chain that he wears. If you can get one or all of those off of Harold, I would be certainly impressed. And I think Mr. Ronto would be thoroughly impressed. 
Challenge accepted. But you didn't hear it from me. I didn't say that. Who are you? Uh, good. All right. I think I'm very cold. Let's head back down. Yeah, me too. And she'll grab her hand and then for like 10 seconds, free fall. Just, and, uh, seconds is a really long time to free fall. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're higher than the clouds right now. We'll be fine. And you get to right, like, she's having fun, and then you clear through the clouds, and the ground is rushing up to meet you, and you get just to the rooftop clearing as you slow down. She's like, <gasps> whoa. Okay. Air, like, <laughs> all over the place. I thought, I thought the spell ended. Oh, of course not. It, there's a... It's quite odd, really. You can constantly feel when your spell is about to end. Okay, I'm kind of lightheaded. Let's go down. All right, I'll 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 walk down the air as if there were stairs there. And before she leaves, he goes, You miss Finley? <laughs> Thank you. Of course. That's what I'm here for. And as you land and make your way on, we're going to move back to Seisha, who has reattuned to the Stone of Golor. Are you in the common room while you're doing this? Yeah. Okay. Orakira will have, as a couple of people left, sat down next to you mm -hmm. and is just obviously being there to be with you yeah. while this happens. Seisha would have kind of leaned up onto her and she was just kind of holding the stone and staring at it and rolling it around in her hand. If you do that, I'll extend that wing. Yeah. And like give you a hug with it. Okay. But so she basically just like cuddles up to her Kira for the hour while she's retuning. Yeah. And as the attunement completes, you hear the voice creep into your mind once again. Seisha Alistard, law seeker of Agma. Why did you discard knowledge? Something happened when you used that name. The name of the Elder Eye. It has an effect on me. And it's not a good one. Knowledge, I wasn't... Some knowledge comes with a price. I understand. That's what I told my friends. But when we talk about the Elder Eye, I need you to call him the Elder Eye. I know his name. It's burned into my mind. I'm not going to forget that. But it hurts. Make me a persuasion check. Okay. 25. I will refer to the Elder Eye as its title and not its name henceforth. Thank you. I do not wish for you to lose the key to knowledge again. And if that is one way to do it, then so be it. I understand the concept of pain. I'd prefer to avoid it as much as possible. I understand there's a price, and I understand that 
I have to endure some pain for the gifts of knowledge. But we have to be able to do this together. Understood. Thank you. At some point, could you give me that answer again without saying the name? Do I have to wait another night to get that answer again without the name? And you get no response. Oh, damn. Okay. What? You you good? Yeah. yeah. Okay, and then you just frowned. Uh, yeah, he said he would refrain from using the name. And before we cut over to Voss and what he is doing into the city, we're going to take a break. Wait, I have one last thing to say to Pixel. Okay. Okay, as we're walking in, Vinley turns around and looks her dead in the eye and says, we are leaving the city tomorrow. If I find you in a cart, I will make sure your mother knows about it. And then she closes the door. Good, good deal, good deal. Yeah, good deal. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's where we're gonna take a break. Welcome to Rock Punch where the gags are aplenty and the shenanigans never stop. Come join the gang on a high-flying adventure around Atlanta, Georgia. Wait, 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 who picked this 40s theme? What does this have to do with- Watch the crew as they fumble through the workplace. That was just a little payback for the last year of the emotional turmoil that you've all put me through. Complain about movies? That's the worst movie of this year so far, hands down. Oh, what yeah. What's <laughs> coming Without a doubt. What's coming? Stream on Twitch. You die. Stop it, okay? I did my best. And so much more. Boredom a part of your day? Well, not anymore. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Is it a ragtag group of misfits who couldn't hold down any other job than this one? It is. So, tune in at twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl or watch their videos released every Wednesday on YouTube. Whatever you do, hit that subscribe button and be the first to like it. What do you say about that, Colton? I, I don't think- Great! I'm not- Excellent! With entertainment for geeks and gamers, there's surely something for everyone at Rock Punch. So take a jitterbug break and save your money at the soda shop and tune in to Rock Punch. <laughs> Wow, what a time to go to break. Anyways, let's get back to the action. And we're back. Woo. Uh, first half, uh, V and Renair on their date took down a polymorphed kid that was in the form of a giant ape and uh, made sure that he was treated fairly by the guard before they made their way back to uh, the manor where they had discussions about what Voss found in Gathala's office and Seisha asked the stone a question about the harbinger and uh, they had a little discussion on what to do with the stone afterwards Binley then had conversations with Pixel and Daklin but we're going to pick up with Voss who is somewhere in the throes of Waterdeep where are you yes, going? this is true um, first place I'm going to go, because I have not caught up with him since our incident, um, taking a bottle of whiskey with me. I got to find Orso. Okay. Um, <clears throat> you find him, uh, leaving the, uh, 
City of Commerce building uh, at the end of his his work shift. And how does he look from a distance? He looks still a little bit in the thousand yard stare. Just kind of seems to be going through the daily motions. I walk up, not attempting to hide my presence, and just tap him on the shoulder. Uh, oh, uh, hi, f- friend. Hello. How does the day greet you? Or the night as it is? It's uh, okay. May I join you? Yeah. Um, I'm just going home for the, the night. Excellent. I have something I'd like to talk to you about. Over this, I pull out a fairly nice bottle of whiskey. What's that for? A drink between friends. Okay. And then, about this time, you're back at his house, sitting down. It's a very common townhome. Nothing special, very mundane. Um, it's, you know, it has some things that he keeps that are his, but it's nothing lavish. I pull out two glasses. I pour it about half full, at least enough for a single shot. You seem a million miles away. And he seems like he's trying to find words, trying to anchor himself back in the moment before he finally looks at you and goes, I, I, I don't think I can do that again. But I guess I now know I have the will to, to do so if it means protecting myself. I grew up very differently than you. But I had friends. One reminds me of a few people I know, you included. He was large, half-orc, spry, strong, intelligent. He could have easily bested any of us as a child, but he was soft. He did not take to the blade in the way that I or others did. He didn't. He wasn't suited for the life that was ahead of him. And one day. What? what happened? One day, life came to meet him. He didn't have a choice. He didn't have awareness. But he chose to remain soft, and so life broke him. Mercilessly. There was no pity, not even an act of recognition. 
Life simply broke him and threw him aside. Chum for fish. You were better suited in a small town, a village somewhere off the coast where no one would ever notice you. But that's not where you are, and that's not where your destiny is pushing you. Forging the iron requires us all to do things we aren't prepared to do. To look at ourselves in ways we may not wish to look at ourselves. But it needs to be done because otherwise these things will break us. And more so, I do not wish to see them break you. Well, what will you have me do? I have an opportunity for you. A noble house whose flag is on the rise will require your services personally. You will be well taken care of and extremely well compensated. But as with anything on the rise, they will attract attention. They will attract danger. Private work is often more lucrative yes. than city work. But is it legitimate work? Yes. They are called House Hailing Horse. You helped me investigate them not too long ago. And I was able to find some odd relatives, as well as a sizable pension. What will I be doing for them? You'll be keeping accounts for them. You'll also be keeping accounts for others if necessary. Those with talent often raise within noble ranks depending upon how talented they are. But most importantly, you'll be gathering information. Will I be doing any laundering? Possibly. You see him kind of like slump into his seat, put the drink on the table. You know, theft, go ahead. Theft against the city can get someone flogged and imprisoned or city service duty for up to a year. Forgery or tampering of legal documents is punishable with exile up to t t 10 years. And how many noble houses do you know in the city who do all of these things and yet the city does nothing against them? They know with their whole hearts and nothing is done. Uh, go ahead and make a persuasion roll. Sure. Mm. Eh, not great. Seven. I thought you were my friend. I am. But I'm Why also are you... Why are you trying to put me in danger? Look at me, Orso. I am a warrior, yes? Yes. What are my weapons? Your blades and he kind of pauses your mind 
Yes. You're a warrior. You're my brother. What are your weapons? Kind of looks around the room for anything. And he's like, I lean over and I gently poke him in the forehead. That. You think I, even with all my wiles and cunning, could do what you do? You think that I could run rings around the noble houses in formulas and numbers most can't even understand? Your mind wraps around them like arcane arts or so. It's, I could never accomplish this. He kind of says, matter of fact, like, it's just the numbers. It's the just numbers, math. To you, to a mage, it's just the weave. To a book, to a cutthroat, it's just the blade. But to everyone else, it seems like magic. Look at yourself with a little higher perspective. Because from where I'm sitting, the reality is there's a lot of people in the city who can do what I do. But there aren't a lot who can do what you do. So yes, I'm asking you to go into a spot that may be dangerous. I'm also asking you to take a great reward. And I'm also asking you to use your weapons to take down those noble houses who have thwarted us in every turn. Uh, go ahead and make another persuasion check. Certainly. Uh, or intimidation check, uh, not towards him, but towards the city. You know which one it's going to be. Yeah. That's much better. That's a 28. He kind of shakes his head and then just drinks the entire glass. <laughs> You're my friend, and I trust you. You and must I have... I haven't lied have... to you yet, have I? No. And you must have some greater purpose for putting me in danger. I do. Trust me, I share this danger every single day. I throw myself on the line every single day, and I would not ask someone to do something I would not be willing to do myself. Istrid would have had all your fingers. But I saw in you the true worth and potential of someone. I hope you see that potential within yourself as well. Because when the time comes, you may have a station well above where you are now. The risk is there, but the reward is endless. It is a gamble but this is so much sweeter and so much cleaner a one isn't it it is one that is in my favor and not the houses exactly I wish you infinite favor as you dry the house clean and I raise my glass to him Kind of raises his empty one. I report him. Okay. He clinks, nods, and drinks. Drink. When do I begin? As soon as I get into contact with them. Tonight, I'll talk to them. 
I've already spoken to them about you before, but I wanted to get your permission before I moved any farther forward. My permission? I only talked about you, but if you said no, I would have let it sit there. And he nods and just kind of drinks silently. At the end of the day, I can't make you do anything, Orso. Your mind is always your own. But friends help each other out. As I am doing right now. Thank you for trusting me. I'm going to be gone, unfortunately, for the next four ten day. However, a friend of mine will be checking up on you. He is an accomplished warrior in it of his own. His name is Reddard. He's a member of Force Grey. Just to show you that not all of my friends are cutthroats and thieves. <laughs> Sometimes Force Grey hires cutthroats and thieves. Fair point. But he's not one of them. He's a good lad. With a good sense of honor. He'll train you a bit with a blade. I don't expect you to be good as me, but it'd be better if you know how to defend yourself proper. Work hard in that respect, and work even harder where your blade is at its sharpest. The realm of numbers. Okay. <laughs> See him just kind of drink the rest of the, the drink. This is the world of adventure. The stakes are high. And the rewards are even higher. This is how men and women drive their name into legend. And it's the story of a humble accountant who brought himself into nobility and brought all the corrupt nobles of this city crashing down does seem like a nice story to tell, doesn't it? To adventure. To adventure. And I repour. And uh, is there anywhere else you'd like to go? Um, Growlhound Estate. Okay. Uh, too redder talking to him about this if we got time for that, but. Um, you meet with Reddard at uh, Blackstaff and. Um, what do you tell him? I have a job for you, if you're willing to take it. Uh, if I have time? Why? It'd be an off-hours thing. Okay. A couple of times a week, if you can spare the time. What do you need? A friend of mine has recently taken up with House Hailing Horse, and I give them the kind of the area where they're settling in. He is not suited for combat at all. However, I worry about him at times and would like you to train him in basic swarms of self-defense with a blade. I mean, I had a good teacher, but... I won't be around for the next 410 day, unfortunately. Otherwise, I would take up this task myself. I mean, I can do what I can. I mean, I don't know how often I'll be able to... I pull out a bag of gold. Um, start with 10. He just kind of, it's not the gold, it's the time, but I I'm it. up it to 20. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I kind of smile as I do it because I get what he's getting at, but I'm still gonna do it. <laughs> I'll do what I can. Give me the details. Keep your gold. I know how precious it is to you. Oh God, you have no idea what it's like living with people who throw it and spend it on wanton crap. It's hell. But I tell him about the place, I tell him about um, Orso, and give him the deets. I offer my hand, give it a friendly shake, and bring him in for a quick hug. Yeah, and he, he accepts it, does the same. Hey! Um, one other thing. Yep. I would like to meet with the guard from... I would like to meet with the... Uh, the Doom Raider guard, who's a member of the City Watch. Oh, uh, Tashlin. Tashlin. Yeah, just real quick. Okay, uh, you go to um, the Southern Ward, and you find Tashlin at the gate once again with the Magistrate uh, about to end the shift as she seems to be escorting the Magistrate into a carriage to be taken home. I wait until she's completed, and then as soon as the magistrate is out of sight, I'd approach her um, quietly, so as to not draw suspicion. Mm -hmm. uh, marks you, nods, and in Thebes can't continue speaking to you. Mm -hmm. uh, and basically says along the lines of, <clears throat> what can I do you for? Does the guard have any... Let me ask you this, because I would have checked if we're doing this the following night. Did the paper say anything about a robbery at the Gathalan household? Uh, not yet. Okay. Uh, there has not been a mention in the paper of today's okay. paper. Knowing that the Doom Raiders, that this would probably spread amongst the Doom Raiders anyway, as it was told to Gary, I say, I would like to proffer you an anonymous tip on a robbery you will be investigating shortly. Send it through Devil. I'll get it. As you wish. She's asking me to talk to Devil, right? Just worried. Yeah, just kind of more so not don't speak about it right now is more okay. so what you're picking up on. Gotcha. Um I will leave it at that then. Okay. Duly noted. And if need be, I'll go talk to Devil. Uh, just what do you tell Devil? That's all. I give him an anonymous tip that someone matching... Because we were told that Vinley was seen, correct? Mm. Or or Kira said that uh, one of the guards spotted Vinley, Okay. Yep. But Vinley was uh, the tiefling at the time. Yep. Yeah, yep. that's what I mean. I say someone matching that description was seen leaving the hailing horse, was seen leaving the um, Rosnar residence with a very intricate looking vase. The March watch might wish to investigate that at some point. I don't know what you're up to, but I'm sure it's some machination of a labyrinth of some sorts, a maze of your own mind that I would get trapped in. But yeah, sure. I'll Sometimes sure. it... Sometimes it helps to burn up the brush to see what pops out of it. 
The watch will be informed. Excellent. Thank you. And with that, I will make my way over to the Grahoons because Harold, see, I did have business and it was legitimate and <laughs> being an ass. Uh, but before you leave, uh, Dabble said, I do hope you have uh, some red string to anchor yourself within your own mind so that you do not get lost in your own machinations. There is an end game to all of this. I'm sure there is, but don't get lost along the way. You are, you are a Doom Raider. Yeah. And, um, has Vinley mentioned me? In passing, there was perhaps a mention of a fine evening she was having. Fine. Fine evening, you say. Tolerable would be a better word to say. Oh. Fine it was, then. Well, tell her I wish her my best. Be safe and all. Of course. Insight check. Does it feel like he's referring to or even knows that I was there? Because although I didn't understand Elvish, I was there for the whole thing. <laughs> Go ahead and make an insight check. Yeah, not good. 13. Doesn't, I mean, it, there's, you don't get that. Like, there's, yeah. there's no sense of that. He's not saying, oh, I was there and I saw you, but yeah. it's okay. hard to tell just going off of what he said. Gotcha. I'll leave it at that. And then I will head to the Grauhan Manor finish things yep, up there which has been now newly acquired from the city yep from the hailing horses nice <laughs> um i will walk in uh going through any protocol that's necessary any new guards anything like that but ask for <clears throat> guards definitely take your effects mm -hmm. um, um, they walk with you along the path as there might still be someone that Guards the grounds. Fair enough. Um, but I go to meet Lord and Lady Hailing Horse. Either or. And they meet you in a study. How do your new accommodations suit you, Lord and Lady? They're fine. Excellent. I guess it will do. In any case. You can tell that they're being coy and cheeky. Yes. Knowing that they're in their old house. Yeah. Um, I uh, sit there for a moment and say a few things are going to happen over the next four ten day, I hope. With any luck, we may be able to cripple the Cathalas. But more than that, tensions may arise between House Cathala and House Rosnar if everything plays out according to plan. You need to be there as a mediator. Rosnar may be on the downslope while Cathala is still high. You need to be there to mediate the conflict. Put yourself in the light as the house with a high head, that sort of thing. Go ahead and make a persuasion check with advantage. 
Awesome. I should just take Harold with me wherever I go. There's no point not to. Yeah, ten. <clears throat> Mr. Ronto, we owe you a great deal. You brought me back to life. Kept us safe from Manchu. You reinstated our status among society and even allowed us to get our house back. But you must trust that we know how to move our money and work within the nobles of the city in a way that benefits everyone. Understood. Keep an eye out, nonetheless. You'll be glad to know that we have already aided your mercenary cause in the field ward, so that we have more control over the new watch. Excellent. We did not get our former status by being buffoons fully under the thumb of others to use us. As she kind of looks at you with a little bit of disdain. Fair enough, but I hope your new status does not close your ears to what could be potentially good advice. A new wind is blowing in this city, and those who go with it will find their fortunes rise, and those who go against it will find themselves broken. We will take your words to heart. We will look into the matters. And I One hope you know that despite me being brought back to life, we are not easily broken. I hope not. We are intertwined now. We succeed when one succeeds and we fail when one fails. And as you support us, so we shall support you. And in that endeavor, I offer you the services of a very skilled accountant. As we talked about before. His yeah. name is Orso Firebrand, and he has agreed to work with you. Well, we will meet with him and assess his skill set. You will find his skills well enough. We'll see. Have him come to our property on the morrow. Excellent. I will not be in town for the next four ten day. I hope that everything here is pressed forward. And I hope you are ready to strike if and when House Cathala falls. Again, we did not get to our previous status by being buffoons. Of course. Thank you. And how fares, I don't know what I'd call him, young, the young hailing horse, I suppose. Yosef is fine. He's a very strange boy. Yes. He is. He seems to um, slightly disturb the other two. He's been through a tremendous amount. Sort of broken anyone else. There is a gnomish girl who resides in my bar. Her name is Pixel. She would very much like to see him from time to time. We are aware. We have made arrangements for visitation. And that is all I have to say on this matter. As I said, I will be gone for the next 410 day. And I hope that when I return, all fortunes have risen. And 
I wish you the best of luck in your endeavors as well. Wish to you the best of luck on yours as well, outside of the city. I bid you adieu. Good night, Mr. Ronto. And with that, I will leave. All right. Um, <clears throat> Finley, you hear a familiar voice creep up into your mind that you recognize as the Blackstaff. Master Cost is reluctantly giving you a corpse so that, quote, you may practice at becoming a better necromancer. Come retrieve at your convenience. Thank you very much. I'll be on my way right now. Okay. And go ahead and roll a d100. Oh, I'm so excited. Please be something good. 54. 54? Uh-huh. The corpse is that of a half-elf. Okay. I can work with this. Uh, cool. I go retrieve it. I take the portable hole with me because... That's... I, yeah. Because nope. <laughs> <laughs> reasons. <laughs> can, can you describe to me the, the canvas that I would be working with? Um, so you see this male half-elf that is kind of older, um, but not too old. Uh, definitely didn't seem to be uh, uh, died of old age. Yeah, you can see the Y scarring from an autopsy on the chest. And Ooh. you are informed that uh, it was a heart attack. And that they donated their body to uh, the Blackstaff Tower for learning capabilities. Um, if I could perhaps pester, <laughs> excuse me, pester for a name of this gentleman. I'm sure the church has already recorded it, but if he's going to be assisting me, I would like him, I would like to honor him in some way. Uh, Halmorn, Leaf, uh, Leaf Hollow. So H A L M O R N went by Hal. Oh. And then Leaf Hollow. Yep. Yep. Perfect. I will. I'll and take the body back to uh, Troll Skull and start prepping it. And as you you're picking up, you hear Aiden's voice. Yeah. I see you're learning some things, Miss Galanodal, as he looks at your uh, portable hole. Hey, you know, when certain powerful people give you gifts, you can't help but say thank you. As she, like, tosses the portable hole over her shoulder as she's walking backwards. And you are welcome for that gift of knowledge. And he walks away. Out of play, I know that you're not talking about him. <laughs> yeah, and she's just sitting like, there like, oh, I should, yeah, I should have said that differently. And then she'll stop by uh, uh, Alina and Alphalid, say goodbye to them. Like, mm -hmm. I'm leaving in the morning. I'll be back. So-and-so. Good night. <laughs> and then she'll head back home and start just cleaning this man of his flesh. All right. Uh, and uh, we're gonna kind of skip ahead towards uh, 
at some point you all visit the field ward. Yeah, this is sometime uh, during anybody the can attend to th- uh, can be there for this. It can be okay. everybody. <clears throat> uh, I'm I'm sorry, uh, Seisha, What was that? <laughs> it was the mic. <laughs> This is so good. You know, you're on brand. I don't, I don't know why this became my thing. <laughs> Listen, there are worse things to be your thing, so. It's true, it's true. Um, so, um, Sasha's actually going to wait up until Boss gets home. Okay. Be sitting uh, in the room. That's fine. Uh, we can do that. The field ward was kind of like throughout the 10 day. There was a couple of things oh, okay. you yeah. all said that you wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, just to fine. check on. Yep. Uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll do that, and then we'll go back to the, day, the night before yeah. we leave. Um, but uh, you make your way up into the throws and hovels of makeshift housing of the field ward. Uh, who all is going? I'll go if it's during the week. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, and you see hundreds of people signing up for work with the representatives from almost every guild. You find most are signing up for half pay while earning their license within the guild through apprenticeship uh, to help add plumbing and cleaner cobblestone streets to the ward, as well as build more suitable homes. Many other guilds can also be seen scouting for skilled trade labor in the butcher's alley or launderer's road, uh, cobblers and metal workers and such. Most of the new water Davians all look overjoyed with the promise of new work, better pay, and other protections and privileges being part of the city that being a part of the city will bring. As you reach the higher reaches of the field ward along Nan's Street, you come across a scene that haphazardly resembles the inner walls of Castle Waterdeep. A small crowd of some familiar bully guard and even some new recruits stand in a loose formation outside the old hovel that you turned into their barracks. From the barracks hangs two new banners bearing a field of red with the image of a green troll's head a symbol of the blood field during the Troll Wars that now holds the field ward. Standing at the front is a sassy-looking half-elven woman in semi-formal watch tunic, a green and gold divided cloak. Where most captains stand with authority and rigidity, she stands with the contraposto confidence of a seasoned veteran that believes in function over formality. At her side, you see a half-drow, feisty teenager, with a bow slung across her back. To her other side, you see an overly eager scrappy goblin rotating a small billy club in his hand from the leather strap at his handle. And off to the far side, just watching with a big grin on his face, you see Maloon Wardragon with his old glowing blue great axe Azure Edge strapped to his back. As you approach, you hear the elven woman begin talking her laconic nature, keeping her words precise, short, and to the point. Good afternoon. I am Acting Captain Mergen Truff. I'll be training you a lot to be more cohesive watch and to work within the boundaries of our city's laws. Acting Lieutenant Gret here is also in training to possibly become the Field Ward's official captain one day, if he can handle it. To my right is a hired bully blade advisor on ranged weapons, Miss Elvandria Volanthre. You may have also noticed a seasoned gray hand amongst us today. He is here on behalf of the Blackstaff. Any advance advice he gives you 
take it with humility and openly. It may save your life one day. You will treat all. Uh, you will treat all with as much respect as you will show me. I'll be the first to tell you a lot of people are counting on you and me to fail. However, I know that won't be the case. Also, although it is better than what you have been getting, the pay isn't great. However, the job itself is its own reward. I expect you to perform with a, uh, with a decorum expected of the watch and to not abuse or take advantage of your new authority. I'm not here to be a hard ass, but I do expect your best. Bully Field Guard, today is your first day as official members of the City Watch. Good luck, Lieutenant Gret, if you will. All right, you saggy sock of worm guts. Grab a club and a dagger. We're doing formation drills till your feet bleed. The elven cocks her head in astonished and angrily offended look towards the goblin. Lieutenant, what did I just say about abusing authority? And formation drills are more for show. Let's start with grappling and subduing drills. And you see Elvandria light up with one of the first smiles you've ever genuinely seen creep across her face. Although it is still very subtle. Your passive insight picks up that she is in awe of the woman who commands with respect and is standing up for those that could easily be controlled with a stern fist. Uh, my apologies, Captain. Okay, bully field guard, line up in pairs. Take turns being the aggressor and the subduer. We need more room, so half of you grab bows and work with the bully blade on your aim. A small group shuffle their feet over to the weapon racks and start pulling bows and arrows to take aim at straw dummies standing against the far stone troll wall. Before walking over to start helping, you see Elvandria spot you watching and motions to the captain towards you, you all. She turns and you see her wearing a shield badge of a captain, but it does not have her name etched into it as the brass banner. You see Maloon weaving his way through the crowd of trainees, correcting stances and helping give lessons on body throws. Yeah, so what are you all doing? I'm um, just watching like... Harold's elated. He's just grinning ear to ear at it all and he just looks at everybody else. He's like, we fucking did it, guys. Oh, I'm finding the magic users. Duh. Wait a second. <laughs> um... And you take a moment to look over, and it does not seem that any of these are gifted with the weaver. I am, uh, I'm, I'm going to walk over to the captain. Okay. Captain. You have quite... That's what the badge says. <laughs> you have, uh, quite a lot of weight on your shoulder. You think you can do it? Oh, I know I can. Seisha Valispard. North Seeker of Akma. It's a pleasure to meet you. Lieutenant Mergen Truff. Ah. Soon to be. I see. Yeah. Well, Lieutenant, you seem to have a, uh, a very good way of leadership about you. Seeing you make sure that people aren't bullied around gives me a lot of hope. Bad people should be treated as equals, no matter where they come from. Respect. Um, you don't happen to know if they've started work on the school out here, do you? They have. Could you point me in the direction of it? 
Yeah, do, is the magic school attached to the same building or is that in a different location? As um, it just appears behind. Why don't you just show us where the school is and we'll, well start She's with busy that. here. That's why I said just point us in the direction. We'll point, and I don't think there's a magic school, but I think I heard something like the Mages and Protectors Guild are making their rounds. Thank you very much, Lieutenant. And, uh, and so she's going to head toward the school. Okay, that's fine. Oh, Boss, what are you doing? Elvandria. Kind okay. of sneak up beside her so that she doesn't see me. Go ahead and make, make a an, stealth check. Yeah, I'll make an active sneak. 21. Yeah, I think that beats her. So you, you get the sneak. I go up to her, and as soon as I am about three inches from her behind her, I say, you look pleased with yourself. I'm just... Uh, it's good to see you too, Orc Tongue. Of course. Maybe this work I'm suits you better. Not pleased with myself, although it is nice. We're training these... They're a sorry sack. Aye, they are, but you made a good point in your lesson the other day. Or when we first met. There's good use to a bow. Good use to distance fighting. Some have basic bow training, but most don't know what they're doing. However, they all got heart, and they want to help. I'm going to help them do that. Train their eye, the target for distance fighting. And as time passes... I'm sorry, are you the bow expert? Fair enough. I'm telling you this because fortunes may change and something new may arise here. Mergen Truff is good. I like her. She treats the watch members and the people of the field ward with respect. A lot of people don't. She's well suited for this position, then. I'm interested to see how far our great lord and master Grecht will move in his grand ambitions. Master Grecht. <laughs> uh, he's eager, but I don't know if he's up for it. Well, the last thing I ever thought I'd companion with would be a goblin, but here we are. I can be very surprised. Goblins are like orcs. We'll see how he does. Fair enough. Well, thank you for taking this position as well. They'll thank you too. And maybe this suits you a little better than being my spy or an assassin. I'm not Zaraj, but you're better than I thought. Like Zaraj, he's better than I thought, I guess. Not all orcs or orc tongues are bad. Don't make me regret saying that. I'll try my very best not to disappoint you. Don't patronize me. I try to ruffle her hair. <laughs> make an attack roll. Yeah. Uh, okay. Grapple. Grapple? Yeah. An athletics check. Yep. Okay. Uh, dirty 20. She tries to move out of the way, but you get it. <laughs> I leave her with that. 
I don't want to humiliate her too much. <laughs> and she makes her way, like rolls her eyes, and makes her way back over to start training the people with the bows. Um, I'll give Greg the look, too. He seems okay. awful excited. You go over and he's, you know, ah, you call that a grapple? That's not a grapple. I shanked your mom last. He kind of looks over at at uh, <laughs> at the captain. <clears throat> I mean, good form, good form. <laughs> uh, but, but you walk over. Who's save? <laughs> uh, but you walk over and, and he's, you know, he greets you. Hey! Look at you. Tell me. And I whisper close so no one else can hear this. Did you ever think you'd get this far in your life stabbing some random dude in the bar in the back? Look. If I would have known there was this much paperwork for higher-ups, I never would have stabbed you. Well, you should have thought of that before you gave me another scar on my kidneys, but Look, I just thought I'd get to boss people around and make money. Now I'm being trained to keep track of budgets and expenditures, fill in for losses and damages, workers' comp, incident reports, and I haven't even gotten into the documentation of cases and arrests. Slit my throat now. Okay. Nah, I'm just kidding. Look, I'm getting paid. I can't complain. It's not as much as you were paying me, but, you know, it's what the dock ward makes, so, eh. The pay here will be more consistent. And as time passes, this area will become less dangerous, and I imagine the job will become cushier. Keep an open mind about these things. You mean boring? There'll be no shortage of action in the days to come, I think. Keep an eye open. The city may get chaotic very soon. They're going to need someone to look at whenever they need to be organized or when they need stability. And apparently that is you. So. Yeah, that's right. Um, I give him a gentle smack across the back of his head. <laughs> yeah, he's just... Oh! <laughs> yeah, I probably deserved that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll join everybody else as they... I'm assuming they're already at the new schoolhouse, so later. Okay. All right. Make your way down a couple of the alleyways in that direction. And you come across the Carpenter's Guild, uh, nearly finishing up uh, an old schoolhouse building. She just kind of walks up to the building and runs her hand down the door frame. Isn't it beautiful? It's getting there. This is opportunity. <laughs> As you say that, yep, and guard mahogany. <laughs> he just continues walking. Mahogany, wow. Oh, that smells nice. It's opportunity. is going to be thrilled. Uh-huh. Where do I put these? As she pulls out a box of just small children's books. <laughs> oh, well, we're working on the library. Those should probably go to the library. Yeah, I figured... I bought them from uh, the uh, the guy in our neighborhood. I, I mean, what what kind of books are they? They're just children's books. They're, here's the spider and the fly. Uh, and... <laughs> did you like that one? I did. It it was my favorite as well. I always um, thought it was fascinating. As long as the kids get the books eventually. Yeah. 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 
I thought the development would be a little further where they'd have a little... Well, I mean, they just started. Well, yeah, people work fast. I don't know how you build things by hand. Well, they build them a lot faster than we used to, I can tell you that much. Where I'm from, we would just wave our hands and a tree would turn into a house and it was very nice. Where I'm from, we didn't have buildings. We just moved. There was a lot of yelling and a lot of crumbling stone and a lot more yelling. And then eventually we'd get things to stand upright. And that was the win. Yeah, upright is usually good. That's yeah. that's usually when we would move was when we couldn't get things to stand upright, which was pretty awesome. I, I talked to um, Petunia about being a teacher and I talked to the font and they're going to provide teachers. So as soon as the schoolhouse can open, they've they've got staff. Hopefully it'll be open right around the time we're back. I think it'll be like open before then. I that'd mean, be even better. It. Yeah, it looks like it's pretty soon. Ah, mahogany. Teaching an entire class of children. Guys. They're gonna eat her alive. Look at what our effort's done. Look at how much good we did. It's a good first step. Yeah. I don't know, the way you were talking about it, this was like step 23. Well, just, I mean, just in the time we've been together, look at the things we've done. Right. A total of four days did all this. <laughs> but no, it's, think of the things we can do. We could do anything if we set our mind to it. Just think of the good we could bring to this world. And then remember the good you've already done when things are bad. Yeah. I'm just going to take it one day at a time. One problem at a time. I love you guys. I love you Best. too, Sasha. Aww. Okay, sorry. I just really wanted to see the school. No, that's awesome. Together. The school is what Harold wanted to see the most, so I'm I'm good. Uh, Vinley grabs the spider and the fly away from you. Oh, okay. Oh, it's a donation. I, yeah. Uh, the dragonborn on our street, which again I cannot stress how weird it is that I cannot remember his name right now, but Kimai Raishal. Raishal. No, that's not for you. That's for Sasha. Uh, Raishal. Raishal I don't, is I don't his think name. that's it. I... No, it's Raishal. I'm positive. Oh, okay. Well, but he would say it. This is why I forget it. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's why I remember it because it was nice and slow. Mm. I'm there too often to forget. Yeah, I'm just going to run the books to the library that they're building. Okay. Okay. Easy enough, and you donate it there. Um, and uh, if that's everybody in the field ward, we're going to make our way back and to the night of the 15th. Mm -hmm. Take hold of the city. I'm arms oh. deep in a corpse. Yep. yep. Um, I'm still leaned up against Seisha, trying to ignore the fact that there's a corpse somewhere that I'm not bringing back to life. <laughs> and then uh, Voss makes his way back and everybody is back at the house. Us. 
Got a minute? Sure. Excuse me, Okira. Yeah. And uh, she'll get up and I guess take Voss into another room. Um, do you still trust me? Oh. When I had that thing with me, it did constantly whisper in my mind. It doesn't talk to me at all. Unless I appeal to it. seen its use. I know you do. You're a lore seeker. However, this thing screws with your mind to a great degree. It's not that it's screwing with my mind. It's the information. Then it's the conduit that allows it. Yes. I don't like mental magic at all in anyone. Boss, you don't like any magic. No, but I tolerate some of it. <laughs> this? We're going up against things that wreck your mind, and what if we reach a point where we can't bring you back? That's why I'm copying I... all my notes. I think you're missing the point. It can't bring you back for you to be forever cracked and changed. Buzz, don't you have things in your life that you think are worth risking everything for? Yes, but I am very tired of this martyrdom attitude that you seem to have. I'm not trying to be a martyr. You're doing a damn poor job of it, then. Boss, I'm doing what needs to be done. I would think of everyone you would appreciate that. I just don't see the point in it. And I don't see a reason why we need to continually delve in this on information that may or may not help us at the point where it will split your mind. What do we do then? Hmm? Yes, we take risks. That's our job. Where I else do you propose enough. we get this information, Voss? I propose we don't. We know this is coming. You know what I'm afraid of, Voss? Do you know why I'm so focused on this? Because I've been told more than once that I'm somehow tied to the Elder Eye. I can't just wait on the off chance that it might be useful at some point. I need to know about this stuff because my life is in the balance. 
And if the knowing is what tips the balance, what then? If anyone here, given that information, I would think anyone else should have it, and then you could ask questions through that. You're the most likely to be turned, if that is the case. But this is the path you wanted to be on, so like everything else, I tolerate it. Das, I don't... I don't want you to tolerate me. I'm not tolerating you, I'm tolerating your actions, which I think are stupid. But this is the way it is, and I accept it. That's all I've done since I've come to this city, I feel. But I accept that this is the way it is. Right or wrong, this is the way it's decided. But understand this, I will never approve of you martyring yourself for this or for knowledge or for anything. I only hope you take that into account whenever you go diving deep into waters that are clearly dangerous for you. Whatever the case may be, we will finish this all together. But if your mind is split before the calling, what then? If you are closest to this, then you take the greatest risk by diving in. Honestly, I'd rather have Viomiliana handle it than this you. This is... Look, I'm not going to stop you. This is the path you have chosen. But I won't approve of it. I will, as with many things, tolerate it. However, if there comes a point where we are barely able to pull you back, I hope you understand that tolerance will come to an end. <laughs> For now, I have very little choice but to trust you with it. But you don't. No, I don't. But here we are. I have done horrific things in my life. And the reality is you and the rest of this group would be the only people that would be sad if I passed. But I don't want to have it. I didn't want to have it when I had it. The only reason I did is because I was afraid the rest of you wouldn't open the vault. But now that that's open, now that that purpose has been fulfilled, you continually driving your mind to the very brink of breaking, dropping you in an instant right in front of us. I don't see the risk needed for that. Yes, we can gain information with this. Yes, maybe we'll be better prepared, but it's just as likely that we'll be ripped by it. I'll be more careful. Just don't do it alone. Never. I am the person in this group least able to help you in those situations. I've already talked to Orkira. She's going to be with me when I do it. Good. She's the most capable of bringing you back from the group. Finley the second, Harold the third me the last. And I suppose that's a frustrating part of this because I can't help you on this journey. 
Yes, I think you grossly underestimate how much you mean to me. Certainly. But this is a realm of magic. And there are things that are stronger. Us. There are things that magic can't touch. And someday you're going to realize that. I get somewhat close to her. In my mind. And this is me being as honest with you as I possibly can. When you look at the good that magic has done in this world and stack it against the evil, I know which way the scales would shift. There was a time. Impede on the path you have chosen until it becomes absolutely necessary to do so. I spent a lifetime taking people's lives away from them. I just, I just want things to be right. There is no right. There is no right or wrong in any of this. This is about the choices we make and how we decide to press forward. That's all. Even this harbinger thing, whatever it is, it has its will to oppress us, and we have our will to fight back. Good and evil have never amounted to it in my mind, nor right or wrong. At the end of the day, I want that thing dead because that's what I want. And I want Manchun dead because that's what I want, and I want the Rose dead because that's what I want. And I've never questioned for a second whether those things are good or evil. Why? Why do you want why do you want those? Because then maybe after they're dead, I'll have finally turned around into something that I cleaned. Something I left less bloody than I left it. because they're after us. And if for no other reason than they're trying to kill us, I'm going to use every single piece of my power, every single will, every single trick and part of my cunning to kill them. For no other reason than they're doing that. And if you ever doubt yourself in that, understand that they have no hesitation on this. And they never will. Tasha, I accept that this is the way things have to be. But that doesn't mean I have to like it. I have always, mostly, abided by the votes of this group. They want you to have the stone. They trust you with it. So that is the way it will be. You're going to have to just accept that for now. I feel like that's all I've done since I've gotten here. Maybe. But it's 
better than the alternative. Take what you can get. I miss you. When everything is done, then maybe things will go back. <laughs> Until then, all of us have far too much at stake. And I always have to be ten steps ahead of everything. I hope that you think in a similar way as you continue to plumb depths that I can't follow you in. And on that, I have no choice but to trust you. Be wise and intelligent. You are both these things. Don't let your search for knowledge break you. Because at that point, it was all for naught. Thank you for at least considering what I have to say. You're my boss. I nod, but I am very cool in all of this. Cold. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying that as boss. I'm like describing oh. the character. Okay. That would be really weird. <laughs> And I nod, and I hug you. It's kind of a half-hearted hug. Sayster so just collapses into it. I will do up for a bit. But then I... We got an early morning tomorrow. That we do. And a long trip. Yeah. Good night, Sasha. Night, boss. Sleep well and be mindful. Sleep sweet. As I go back into my room, look out the balcony window at the city I'm getting ready to depart, feeling like I don't want to leave, but like everything else, tolerating this as well. Wind down, and as you all wind down, prepare the last little bits for the morning when you leave the city. A shadow appears in the room before coalescing violently into the hooded drow form of Narl. When suddenly the coat rack springs to life as teeth and eyes emerge and tries to attack him. No! no, no, no Biblio! I, Biblio, I will, no! I, yeah, it's already done. I'm gonna try to hold the stupid mimic back. Uh, and, uh, but luckily, I rolled really poorly, so an eight to hit Narl. As he dives out of the way and I, brandishes two shadow blades. <laughs> I jump on the mimic trying to hold it down. I dive onto Biblio. <laughs> I turn Baby, it no, it's okay. Me. It's okay, baby. Shh, shh, shh. It's fine. It's it's the uh, defense system. Sorry, you did kind of teleport in. It's the guard mimic, sorry. Uh, yeah, he's he's just a baby. It's okay, he's just a baby. That's a lie. That's, well, it's not a lie in her eyes, but. Um, just like petting the coats. <laughs> and I just walk over to Gnarl and I clap him on the shoulder. I'm like, it's good to see you, man. Thanks for but coming. I am a little concerned that if we keep calling him a baby, he will eventually transform into a baby. And I don't know how I feel. No, he is a baby. 
He's just a baby. Mimics get huge. Right, but imagine like the shape of a baby, though. I don't believe he can do that. He can't. He'd look like a wooden baby. We didn't believe That's what I'm he could saying. talk. It's even more terrifying. So no. Why? Yeah, no. Why? Why are you here? Thank Let's you. Stop this horrific conversation and get to no, my like... business, please. You see Ew. Gnarl's eyes just wide as he's like breathing panically. You have a mimic of protection. We have multiple. How? We've got a lot of weird friends. Look, do you, I mean, how do we get all that money? How do we survive more than five minutes in a day? How do we put our rash pants on and, 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 and still walk around with a gleam of hope in our eye? I, I, it's, it's a weird world out there. Why does my scarf get the zoomies at night? I don't know, man. I need to sit down. He sits on the couch and just his eyes still staring at Biblio that you're all kind of like pulling. Stuck. Yeah, you're pulling yourself off of and you're kind of stuck to him. Oh, God, that's right. That's right. I completely yep. forgot that. Go ahead and uh, I'm sitting. Uh, an acrobatics or athletics check as oh, you try mate. to break yourself away oh, from. Acrobatics. My... Oh, I rolled a one. Wow. <laughs> okay. He <laughs> slaps his face. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, Biblio's tongue just wraps. Voss, you try to pull yourself off, and as you do, like you're almost there, but then your hand slips, and you and your face just sticks right through the side of the coat rack. And like I am trying to lift the heaviest weight, I'm just going ah, like with all of my will, trying to pull myself off. Of and I, as this is happening in the background, I casually turn to Narl and be like, "So how you doing, man? What's been up?" This <laughs> is. Is this every night? Uh, more my or less, it's depending on how much alcohol we've had. My new skeleton is trying to pry Voss off. <laughs> v walks over and just like peels Voss off. <laughs> and you get pulled off of Biblio. Voss's ah. mind briefly flashes back to the time when he used to fit in the fireplace and he inwardly regrets not <laughs> So it's just, just continuing to be stuck to the coat rack. Shh. Do you need a hand too? No, or no, I'm fine. Okay, I do, I do that. Get, Nara, get. what brings you into town? <sighs> it looks at you kind of confused. I'm here You're to get... for Virginia, right? Yes. Cool. I will rest here tonight. And yeah, begin... absolutely. We we'll begin following her from the shadows come the dawn. Cool. Uh. I will tell you this will be unpleasant. As I am. Most drow, save our Commodore, are weakened by the sun. However, I assure you, one dragon to another, as he gives you a bow. I bow back. I will protect her brother. Uh, Harold does not make any does not make any recognition of the fact that he's just been recognized as a dragon. He just continues right on. And he's like, well, if you ever need anything from me, of course, you're welcome to stay in my room if you want. You don't have a problem with birds, right? Birds. Yeah, crows, ravens, uh, corvids. Girl. Do you worship the queen? No, but I'm rooming with some, and they're real needy. Uh, I've got peanuts out. They're, they're, they dig them. That's something I need. There's also an otter that tells puns. No, we don't need to talk about the otter. What do you need? Doraxel will be here shortly. I was sent ahead on the rooftop 
and unable to hide my face as many in the city do not trust our kind. That is why I teleport him. Fair enough. Could you keep Maybe an eye on my plans while we're gone? I, 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 don't worry, Earl's on that. Earl is okay. Earl's on it. He'll keep an eye on those plans. Bob's going to be totally taken care of. He can fend for himself. He's magic. We talked to Petunia. We, we talked to Petunia about taking care of Biblio, right? I think we did. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Okay. Just making sure. Didn't want to spring that on her. She's still, like, stuck. <laughs> By the way, you're probably going to see Petunia more than once get in situations that are going to seem precarious. I know this sounds insane. Let it play out for about three seconds and see what happens I've been, first. I've been informed by Jaroxa. Okay, cool, cool. As long as you're aware. Give it about three seconds before you intervene. I want to say um, we were able to sneak aboard from below using the Scarlet Marpanoff. What? And the Scarlet Marpanoff. It is the Commodore's private ship. Looks like a giant manta ray. It's amazing. And uh, in favor of blowing up the Eyecatcher, the Commodore saw it's only fair to return the favor. But have no worries. The city knows the Red Wing is here to stay now. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. He kind of looks forlorn and solemn for a moment. The show went nearly flawlessly with some minor complications. Yeah, we heard. But that is how all plans go. Not ours. I'm sorry for your loss. I elbow Vinley kind of hard in the side. And I'm like, yeah, it, it, we're very, very sorry. But we're also waiting on Axel because I thought he was going to come and I was going to try to fix that, right? Yes, thankfully there were no massive casualties on our end. Yeah, I can only help so many at a time. There was just one. My blood brother, Solun. I'm very sorry, Norl. And at that moment, there's a knock at the door. I look okay. at Seisha. <laughs> Seisha goes running over to the door. <laughs> I need you to make a acrobatics or athletics check. Because yeah, you're yeah. The biblio and you ain't going nowhere. That's true. Let's see. Acrobatics or athletics? Mm -hmm. We'll go with athletics because it's not a negative one. <laughs> 21. Okay, oh, yeah. you're able to, you've done it hundreds pro. of times. <laughs> yep. Kill yourself off with ease as you make your way to the door. And you open it. Open it. And walking inside is the common-looking haberdasher that strolls in as if he owns the place. And with a flick of, of his wrist, the dark-skinned half-elven man throws his pork pie hat towards the coat rack. And with death movement and panic, Gnarl leaps to catch the shifting cavalier hat before it adhered to the mimic. And with a second flick of his wrist, the now-exposed Jarlaxle removes a pitch-black ascot from around his neck. My friends, what a marvelous first act to our illustrious play. I'm sure Narl has told you everything went flawlessly. Almost. Until the, the brute stole one of my crew from atop my Scarlet Marpanoff. Yeah. But Okira here has told me you can fix this problem. And Seisha, your keen mind kind of instantly kicks in as you remember seeing the Scarlet Marpanoff 
on a brass label under uh, under a model in the House of God, depicting, depicting a lantern submersible ship that looks like a mechanical red manta ray that <laughs> went missing in 1489. I elbow Seisha this time before she can get out what she's about to say and say, well, we're always happy to have you here and we're always happy to help. Our Kira is going to be the perfect one to help you in this situation. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to ask. You've got the body, right? And you watch as he f flicks open a portable hole from the handkerchief that was wrapped around or the ascot that was wrapped around his neck. Yep. Okay. All right. I mean, I didn't want to be insensitive, but also that's kind of important. Uh, okay. I, I need. I will like, help her uh, retrieve the body and get it into the. Zarlaxo uh, will stop you as you go in. I was about to say, Orkira is not even going to try to go in the portable hole. <laughs> She's going to be. You, like, you won't have a head if you go down. Fair and enough. Zarlaxo will. Uh, Harold, you want me to? Uh, you want to help me for a second? Like make some room by the fire? Yeah. Yeah. Anything you need, and yeah. I will help. I will help you in any way you ask. Can I roll an Arcana check to see if I put up a private sanctum if it's going to block the soul from returning? Uh, but Jarlaxle, before uh, yes, you can. I don't think it will. Like that, okay. yeah. it won't. I'll tell you that right now. You don't have to roll anything. It's not going to okay. affect the soul. Cool. Uh, he looks at you here and he goes, "I'm just fucking with you." Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, fuck. I don't know how it all works. I don't have a private hole. We we have a private hole. I'm there in charge of it. Yeah. All right. Uh, portable hole. Portable hole. Whatever. I don't know what y'all call it. The private hole. No, Harold. I like I like Portable that hole, that Harold. Makes me giggle more. Private hole. Ooh. No, Harold. And I will continue helping Akira in whatever way. Siraj has one for all his trophies. It's almost like it's full of glory. Anyway. Are we not? <laughs> and uh Narl stops you, Binley. Go and points down it to, to your satchel. And goes. I would not take that into um, the portable hole. If you open it, bad things could happen. Oh, thank you for the, the warning. I, I'll go put it away. Actually, I just hand it to the armored skeleton with the mask. Yep. Take it to my room and stay there until I return. <laughs> it does, though. And we're going into the hold to do this ritual? No, yes. no, no, no. Well, that's what Jarlaxle is like. Uh, he told Harold, you don't go in unless he goes in first. And so Jarlaxle goes in. No, uh, can you bring the body out? I don't want to be in the hole while we're doing this. We don't know. Okay, good. All right. I'll start erecting the private sanctum once again. And as Orkira, as Harold is helping Orkira, all she's doing is like clearing a space in front of the fireplace. Um, and that's like all she's doing. And the only other thing that you watch her do is she pulls her holy symbol, the Book of the Phoenix, out of her bag and reclips it to her side. Like she often has it, but has been hiding it more often. And then looks at you, Harold, and says, uh, there's one other thing that you can do. Um, it's kind of weird. Oh, I uh, do stuff all the time. No, it's going to sound like it's frivolous, but it's uh, it would really actually help. This is going to take about an hour. It's going to take okay. actually exactly an hour. All right. 
when I'm done, do you have like any hot tea or coffee? Yeah. Or probably tea. I want to go to sleep afterwards. So like something, just a really hot cup of tea. Really hot. Yeah. Like lose your fingerprints hot, we're talking? I mean, you're talking to me, so. That's fair. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. I will. Yeah. We're talking hot. I will get yeah. you that hot tea. We will have it. Yeah. At the end, when I'm done. Right. I will double glove. We will be double mittened. And I That'd will be carry that up here. Okay. That's really it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I got your back. Wherever you need. Thanks. No worries. And now, Harold, if you will. This way. I will go with him. And as you descend into the 10 foot deep well that sinks into the floorboards, instead of stone, you see nothing but white. It almost looks like woven strands of fog clinging to the edges of the floors and walls, stretched and pulled in layers of multiple directions. Your eyes pick, on, pick up on small, dark movements within the webs as hundreds and hundreds of tiny spiders hide amongst the silky, sticky layers of webbings. Resting on a stone altar, wrapped in these webbings is the lifeless body of a drow. His deep lavender skin, gray skin, now more pale than his brother's, seemingly ghostly white amongst the surrounding web. I will look to Jarl Axel, and I will look to the body, and I will move towards it. He doesn't stop you. Uh, I will. I don't think I'm a super strong guy, but I think I can you lift the body. Should have said me in the hole. Well, yeah, but this is like a. I know, I know, I know. It's a respect thing. It is, yeah. Uh, Harold will uh, will look to him and make sure there's no. He's like gonna lift his hand. He's like, I'm gonna be honest. For bringing to Earth, I'm kind of new to this, and I don't know if there's any special things I need to be doing before I take him out. And appearing beside you is Narlin. Goes, no, we just need to take him out. Then let's take him out, and I will uh, help Narl do that. Just that. Yep. And you ascend and into the room. You see Harold and Narl, this drow wreathed in shadows at all times bringing up a body that looks to be encased and cocooned almost in webbings. Yeah, um, bring bring him over here and put him down. And can you help me remove the webbings? I need to be able to see. Saloon, you said? Uh, his face is still visible. Yeah, I need to uh, also, like, the chest, if you don't mind. Yeah. And she'll, like, direct them to put the body down in front of the fireplace and help remove some of the webbing so she can have access to his chest and his head. Uh, and real quickly, Narl uh, pulls a blade and cuts some of the webbing as it opens up and splits at his chest. And he goes, yes, this is Solun. Solun okay. Zerbrandus. Okay. Jarlaxle folds up the, the portable hole and wraps it around his neck into the ascot once again. Alright. Uh, it's gonna take about an hour, so get comfy. I will do just that until about 15 minutes prior to the end, in which case I will go make the most piping hot set of tea you've ever had. And um, everybody knows our rules of resurrection in D4 are a little bit different. Yep. Who's joining in? Um, I will join in because this guy is my ally. I will attempt to help. Okay. I'll join in because uh, duty bound. Yeah. And I mean, I'm obviously in. 
Vinley will join as well because she likes doing these rituals. <laughs> she enjoys being death. A yeah. <laughs> she will join because she's curious. Okay. okay. Um, everybody who is joining in. Uh, uh, what are you doing? We'll go down the line. Uh, before that happens, go ahead and mark on your character sheet. You should already have uh, a note in there somewhere that you have aided in a resurrection. So th that should just be noted. And anytime you assist in a resurrection, you will need to mark on this. as That adds a bargain marble to your bag whenever you resurrect. Because you're kind of offering a piece of your soul as uh, trade to Kellenbor. Am I... So I guess this is a, oh, an interesting question. Am I marking this off as aiding in a resurrection? Or am I doing something else since I'm performing the resurrection? We're keeping Callie's... I'm sorry. If, if you offer something to aid this resurrection other than just casting the spell, then yes. Otherwise, no, you would not need to. Three so times I'm... now going to be using rise from the ashes on this yep. i'm literally offering myself okay then uh because it is that then we'll say yes because it is a part of you offering and not using uh the diamond component as that is a special thing about your class we'll say that yeah. that is your part of offering into uh, the ritual okay um does this get marked under redstone it, it does get marked under redstone. okay correct Okay. I have so marked two offerings we, and two deaths. <laughs> so we're tallying how often we have aided in a resurrection, and right now we are at one. No, you should be at two because you aided in the resurrection of Binley. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I'll just play again. Okay. There are some that have three, which would be Voss and Binley, as they helped raise. Uh... I was dead during the. Now second I don't know what to offer. So I only have two. You helped raise uh, Lady Grauhan. Yeah. Right, so I only have two. Correct. Right. Because you were literally the one being erected. Right yeah. Yeah. yeah, I have three. I have three. <laughs> okay. Um, who got, wants to go first? I've got five. Um. Seisha will walk up and sit down as the ritual is going, and she will begin telling stories about the Burgundy Arth that she has read as she was growing up. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll a d20. And just so you know, here they are. This is the first green stone, second, third, fourth, fifth, the single bargain stone, and the death stone that he starts with. That's an eight. Eight. All right. A red stone is added to his back. A bargain stone. Yeah. As, as it is referred to in our official resurrection rules, which you can find on the DMs Guild. I re really recommend that you your games will- You're really good. Uh, as you're about to see. Vinley will approach and kneel down in almost like silent prayer and gently whisper in Elvish, I don't know you, <laughs> but you were in the situation where you died because of things that we wanted. So I hope that the Queen of Ravens, Durgal, Kalimvor, and if you believe in her, Loth will watch your journey back to your body. And she will place her Book of the Dead open 
to where the names have been written and a pencil on like his like just below his uh ribcage sternum so it's her pencil and her book of the dead and she puts it there almost posing a question to not only the soul but also the gods of death that are meant to watch over him Another bargain stone is added to his back. Who wants to go next? Sure. Um, I pull out, rather than one of the daggers I just take from corpses that I find, I pull out one of the finely made daggers from Avian Enric, um, and I will place it in his hand and say, your brothers need you. They need your skill blade. So I will offer you one of mine to bring you back. And I will mark off a dagger. I have so many. Um, let's roll a d20. Yep, yep, roll a d20. Okay. It's a natural one. <laughs> it does not it, natural ones and natural twenties do not add anything okay. different. It's okay. just another bargain stone. Yep. At least they'll just come back complicated, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Who's next? Um, I can this go. Not, nothing. <laughs> so, um, V pulls out a uh, one of the paper birds that she had left over unused, and goes, um. Uh, I don't know you, but there are a lot of people, I'm sure, who do, and, um, when you are, you know, re-alive, um, you should be able to, you, you should, you, you use this to, to, um, let those you do know that you're okay, because, They'll want to know, and this will help. She just like awkwardly puts it there and like shuffles back. They should like reaches over and pats V's hand. That was really sweet. <laughs> Go ahead and roll uh, a d20. Okay. Watch her get like a 20. <laughs> Damn We are not rolling well on this. <laughs> Another bargain stone goes into the bag. Oh, Eagle. Harold. So I don't have anything to give him, sadly. Um, I guess I could give him my studded leather, but I doubt he wants to go around in purples and golds. So I. Uh, you, you don't always have to goff, offer an item. It's just something. Oh, I know. Have, I, yeah. I have something in mind. Okay. Um, so Harold will. And he said his name was Saloon, right? Saloon, yes. Harold's going to kneel down next to him. And he's going to put a hand on his shoulder and he's going to, you see, you all see him get really serious. And he kind of clasps a hand on his shoulder and he's like, Saloon, in this line of work, what we do and the people we work for and the things we've done, there's not a lot to trust out there. You know, you look to everybody around you and you just hope 
that the family you have is everything you think they are. And I'm lucky in that I have an incredible family here. But when I met Narl and I met Jarlaxle and I met all of you of Bregendearth, I felt like my family grew to know what you mean to Narl, somebody who's fought with me, nearly died with me, someone I've saved. I don't know you, but I feel like you're my brother too. I'm going to tell you everything we did because we have more stories to tell together. We have to make the world right and we have to show the people that there is justice out there somewhere in Waterdeep and it comes from the most unlikely places and the most unlikely people, whether it's Waterdeep or Bregadearth or wherever, we are that force of good. I'm gonna prove that to you. And I'm going to sit there and tell him the full stories quietly so that others can't hear of what me and Narl have done together and try to use that to bolster him. Okay, go ahead and roll the d20. Seven. <laughs> this is Narl's problem. This is Narl's fault, clearly. Because we don't know him. Yeah, the dice knows that. This has yeah. been great. The dice is like, like y'all bullshit. Y'all don't even know him. And you watch as Narl. Narl steps up. Five years ago, we were nothing more than servants. More pawns to the matriarch within Menzo Branson. But thanks to you, we were able to escape the evils of Quinthel. You joined the Bregans and found an escape for us in Luskin, bringing me along. The scars I have in the shadows that I control with the demonic ritual are a reminder every day of what you saved me from. But hopefully the pain I carry will be enough to bring you back. You all feel the light leave the room as it is consumed in shadow. Vinley, Orkira, and Seisha, you all don't see, but feel like there's another presence in the room made of pure shadow. You then watch as it all coalesces and forms around Gnarl's hand. We are forged in pain and suffering, but now we weave our own webs of fate. And with that, Narl shoves the shadow into his brother's deceased body as the necrosis, necrosis begins to course through his veins. I'm going to roll a d20. An 11, which is a green... A, 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 life, a marble. life marble. The guy who knew him got a good, decent roll. Yeah, that's it. Dude, that was yeah. going to happen. Oh my god. And Jarlaxle will step up. Like your brother said, your family was completely destroyed during one of the house wars five years ago in Minzobren. You and Naro were all that were left when you found your way to Luskin, and that 
the day you became Bregan Dearth, and the day you became family. It is not your time to serve Loth in the afterlife. Besides, your contract with Bregan is not up, and we have much to do. It is time to return to the living, my friend. That is an order. And another life marble gets added. Okay. So Seisha's theory is uh, <laughs> pretty good. Sure, yeah. okay. All right. Shuffle that around. And... Now Arkira's going to break my theory. Oh, yeah. Don't pull just yet. Yeah, hold on. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. That's Arkira. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah. yeah. So for this entire hour, while you've all been offering things, Arkira has been prepping the body. She's been making little adjustments. And she's been humming under her breath the whole time. Uh, a tune that Harold might recognize. And as everybody has finished, at the very end, she comes up to the body and she puts a hand on his head and a hand over where his heart would be and says, Hi, Saloon. I don't know you, but you helped us when we needed it the most. So I'm here to try to help you. So I'm just here to open a door that hopefully you can walk through. And I'll roll a d20. And of course, I don't. That's a seven. <laughs> yeah, that's seven. And then she will cast Raise Dead, and because she is using the um, the power that she has as Phoenix Cleric, you don't see a, a diamond come out, but her body erupts into fire for the briefest of moments before all of the fire rushes off of her, down her arms, into his head, into his heart, as she casts the spell. As that happens, the flame pours from you and you, for a moment, even though you know she's a dragonborn, she, her form being completely wreathed in flames with her wings extended and everything, it looks as almost Orkira herself is a phoenix before it rushes into the body and the webs around him burn away instantly. And it's almost as if he is on a pyre of flames himself. It is almost blinding in light. Gnarl and Jarlaxle step back and as they burn away, you then hear Oh yeah. Hold on. Sorry, yeah. And head yourself. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Hopefully. As he pulls a bargain marble. And we will know what that means. Uh who would like to roll a D one hundred? I will. Oh, no, go ahead. Uh, go ahead, Ethan. Her Ethan should do it. Yeah. Okay, Ethan. Harold's in deep. Yeah. This is Harold's. These are Harold's boys. Got it. This is boys. 30. 30. Good or bad? I'm going to go out on a limb and say bad. Oh, oh, look at Dustin's face. <laughs> right. And as the flames burn away and you see him take breath. Vinley, something is something that looks off to you, and Arkira and Seisha also know this. 
He looks more gaunt. His skin looks more sunken in, his cheekbones a little bit more prominent. And it didn't look like that color of lavender got breathed back into him as much because he's still a lot more pale. I will say, because it's important, because I used my power to bring him back and not the diamond, he comes back with half his hit points and he does not suffer any of the penalties of being uh, brought back. Uh, he does not have any of those negatives to that. He does have something else yeah. as a complication. Can I approach and collect my Book of the Dead and while I'm doing that, give him like a once over? Like I'm grabbing the book and like looking at him very carefully to see what, see if I can identify what's wrong with him. Go ahead and make a medicine check. Yep. And while she's doing that, Orkira will stumble back and uh, turn towards Harold, and she looks gaunt and is shivering. Harold will walk over and put on two pairs of mittens and take out this basically large cup of mug. It's a mug, more or less, of tea, and then offer it to her and be like, this is hot lava. And she's got a a satisfied, happy smile on her face, but she looks exhausted and is shaking as she will take it in both of her hands and sit heavily nearby. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Orkira. Seisha walks over to Orkira and just... Closes her eyes for a second and her wings spring out and she wraps one of her wings around Orkira. Thanks. I'm just going to be a little cold for a little while. It's fine. It's okay. I'm going to go back. Uh, I'm going to hug Orkira real quick, and then I'm going to head back over towards Saloon and see if Vinley can tell what's going on. Uh, 22, medicine. Medically, it does not look like anything is, or it does not register as anything is wrong. It, it, it almost looks like he's malnourished. Like you, that same look that someone who hasn't eaten in a very long time, or even, even almost like some of your undead that are just have gone so long that the skin just becomes gaunt and sunken. If you want to make an Arcana check, yeah, twenty-two again. <laughs> um, it's hard to tell, but it kind of feels like he already has a foot in the grave. As his, uh, mechanically, as he is no longer as charming as he used to be. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I'll uh, pull. Uh, I hesitate to talk to Jarlax. I'll, I'll pull Harold aside to tell him what I figured out. Um, he, it seems that uh, something happened. His body isn't. He's just. I don't want to say this. He's just ugly. It, there's nothing wrong with him. It, there's nothing wrong with him that I can tell. He just doesn't look very good. I will whisper back to her. A couple nights at the gym, a few improv classes, he'll be fine. He's yeah. just ugly. <laughs> he goes, wait, so he is alive? 
Yeah, yeah. He well, he got up. He's breathing. You can see Gnarl hold his hand down and saloon instead like weakly, but not like penitent, like mechanically no negative, but still like just came back to life. Yeah. Reaches and like helps him up as he just embraces his brother uh, in a hug. And Nara looks out to you, Arkira, and goes, I cannot thank you enough. You you did before when you, when you helped. So, yeah. I'll, I'll let the phoenix know that you said thanks. I believe it is our time to go. Thank you. Biblio, let them leave. <laughs> Eat some warm soup. That should help. The... I hear there is a very nice tavern nearby. That's I... the best food around. Thank you for this. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm gonna sidle up next to Saloon real fast while they're all like, thank you, thank you. And I'm just gonna whisper in Elvish very quietly like, stay away from rare meats for a couple days just in case. It may be too difficult. Nods and goes, I made a deal with Kelimor. I will, as he walks out. And that is where we're going to end tonight. (laughs) (laughs) One thing beforehand, I would, Voss would look at him and then turn to Akira and say, did we do something wrong? (laughs) No, 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 no. Uh, Not everyone who comes back. As I said, I can only open the door sometimes. They come back sometimes. They can't sometimes. Okay. They've had to make a deal. So long as this isn't our fault. There's no fault. There's, there's no fault. There's just... I don't remember reading the word Kelvor on our tags and our carriages. <laughs> <laughs> you all know who Kelvor is. But yeah. uh, <laughs> for all of our viewers, if you have not entered hashtag Eldritch or hashtag Beyond for your chance to win an Eldritch Foundry miniature, or a, uh, a player's bundle, please do so now. You have like 30 seconds before we make the drawing. Uh, make sure you are on Vox Punch and Peels chat. And that was the first time I've been able to use that part of my subclass. Yay! Really awesome, super uh, cool yeah, ability. Yes. yes. And now that. you all got to deal with Orkira having a negative four to everything for the next couple of days. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, yeah. no, it's a negative four, and then a negative three, and, and then, then a negative yeah. two. That's true. Yikes. <laughs> I like the idea that we all drew Orkira the literal hottest bath we could muster. Yeah. And then just let her exist in the bath. I just yeah. I also I, out that we rolled six, seven, or eight. Yeah. Oh, those are the one in the group rolls. rolled a six, seven, or eight. Oh, yeah. Except for Voss, who rolled a natural Yeah, and Voss rolled a one. And then and then there's Voss with yeah. all of the but, yeah. one was cool. <laughs> I thought it was cool. It was cool. Maybe maybe drow maybe drow are like no, that's not cool at all. But I don't know that. I don't know. It has nothing to do with uh, what you. (laughs) It's because we didn't know him. No, why didn't you tell me? This is clearly your fault. (laughs) Harold. All right, we have winners of our giveaways. Uh, Winner of the player bundle from D and D Beyond is Hans Boos. Yay! Hans Goose, if you dare. <laughs> and, uh, the winner of the Eldritch Foundry miniature is In Invaken. Yeah. Invaken. Invaken. Yep. 
Uh, congratulations. Uh, we will, I will be in touch via Twitch Whispers uh, with you uh, this week to get you your information. Uh, thank you for a wonderful episode. And next session, we start the morning of the 16th with you all going to Caravan Court. Yep, and making your way out of Waterdeep. Making our way. Making our way out of town. Yep. <laughs> uh, as always, be excellent to each other. May you always roll with advantage. Good night, everybody. Oh, holy nine hells, that was a cliffhanger. Anyways, you can catch us live every Sunday at 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern time on twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl. And hey, as always, be excellent to each other, and may you always roll with advantage. Rock punch. <laughs>